0: Welcome to Crit Apocalypse episode it's Float
1: On, the song is Float On, Matt.
0: Welcome to Crit Apocalypse episode six mouse 50, sixty seven. Sixty seven. What really? Yeah. Holy fuck. Welcome to Crit Apocalypse episode sixty seven. Yeah. My name is Matt. I'm joined by my uh, fellow podcast host, co host. Boss. Co host. No, no, no. No, you're the engineer, I'm the producer. That's how this works. That's the relationship we have. What do you produce? Everything. Really? Talent.
1: Talent, yeah (laughs) Farts Yeah, you're working for exposure
0: I am, I am Anyway, so I'm working a pay grade, which means I get paid nothing (laughs) Nice Um, Anyway, so welcome to Apocalypse. We, as usual, record, you know, stuff and fangs Stuff and fangs Um, This week, as we do every week We're going to talk about four things each In which we review them as, you know, as in-depth as we can You enjoying that coffee?
1: I've got to save my energy.
0: You've got to save all your energy? What yeah, are you saving it for? For the last review. The last review? You could almost say this is the last evening.
1: No, just get on with it.
0: Okay, anyway. So, uh, we've seen a bunch of films this week. I've seen a few films anyway. How many films have you seen? You've seen a bunch of films?
1: I saw one film twice and then saw another film that... just Have you
0: reviewed Wonder Woman already?
1: No, because we, we skipped a week because you got us put in jail for slander.
0: That's true. We did get thrown away for slander. Donald Trump doesn't, I repeat... Doesn't not rape boys Anyway So What is...
1: Isn't that picture of him Playing tennis With his sweaty Leg And oh, his pants just,
0: Look Right I don't care what child Someone described him
1: is As looking like The middle stage of an animal as it turns Into a frog
0: <laughs> Oh no Tobias <laughs> Oh he got trapped As an eagle
1: Think about Tobias He's in Transformers last night.
0: You know what, right? <laughs> anyway, last night you I something. read an animal's book and Tobias got trapped as an eagle and then do you know what happened? Tragedy struck. His mind stays that way, doesn't it? His mind stays that of an eagle and he, he can feel himself slipping. He describes it as feeling himself slipping. But then later on in the series, thank God, he receives the power to then animorph around again so he can change into other animals and he can change back to being a human. Mm. And eventually, Antillus, I think it's, Antillus is the good, the good animorph, I can't remember, but he helps him... To focus his power and become human again. Oh, nice! I really like animals. The series. If you'd like to talk more about animals, no. then follow my blog, Animal Wolflet. Mm. What? Animal Wolflet. <laughs> I didn't know if I could say that again. You'll never, animal, believe it. Um, anyway, so today, my first review is good. It's quite exciting. I'm very excited. So, Anne, I'm going to talk to you first about uh, what is what is your favourite film from 1930. Or nineteen thirties, nineteen forty. Nineteen thirties, nineteen
1: forty. Yeah, what's your
0: favourite movie? If you could name any film that you think has a long lasting impression on you from that period of time.
1: Uh, double indemnity.
0: Great, great. Uh think more classics.
1: The jazz singer. Birth of a nation. Actually that's 1929
0: No that was Yeah that was 1929 Um, Okay let's stretch out a little bit How about 1930 to 1950 How about if I give you Those time periods Name something Still
1: double indemnity It's always double indemnity Okay
0: So you can't think of anything That was maybe Maybe Hammer horror Around that time You know What about Phantom of the Opera Do you like Phantom of the Opera Hammer
1: horror Hammer horror really only Started up in the 1960s
0: Okay Well before (laughs) that What do you think of things like Frankenstein
1: I mean Universal Monsters
0: I'm talking about...
1: Are you talking about the Dark Universe? I'm talking about
0: the Dark Universe, Anne. Yeah. How did you know I was talking about the Dark Universe? So, this week I watched the first movie in the Dark Universe. Can you guess what it is?
1: Dracula Untold. How did you know? Because they wanted that to be the first movie. No, it's I, Frankenstein. Work. It's
0: I, Frankenstein. Wasn't
1: the Wolfman film meant to be as well? It was
0: Wolfman. I'm yeah, sorry, no. del Toro. I'm sorry, no, no, I'm, I'm completely wrong. No, we're on reboot four of The Dooku, yeah. the Dark Universe. Yeah. The Dark Universal Monsters Root Universe. So, Doomu, hmm. as we're going to call it. Um, so, the Doomu started out this month with The Mummy, a remake of the 1999 action adventure Steven. Summers. Not a remake of that? It's a remake of the 1999 Stephen Summers directed action adventure, which itself was a remake of the Boris Karloff original 1944
1: picture. Not really.
0: Curse of the Mummy. It was. a no Moon. Imatep, They're both in there
1: Yeah but it's not a remake it's It is It's only a remake If it follows the same story it's It kind of does It really doesn't Especially does. not the new one
0: Hey right The CGI back in 1944 Was great hmm. People forget It was really good Anyway So I watched The Mummy Starring Brendan Fraser Oh god no Look there's me Getting mixed up again I watched The Mummy Starring Rachel Weisz Oh god no What is happening to me I watched The Mummy Starring Jan Marley What's his name Amagility. Um, uh, oh, oh, God, that's me getting mixed up again. I watched I watched The Mummy, starring Jake Johnson, Russell Crowe, and Tom, Tomafee, Tom, I'm in the Sea Org, Cruise. And Sophie Batella. And Sophie Batella, who is who is just she's lovely. bloody lovely.
1: Yeah, she was in Star Fantastic. Trek Beyond. What? She's in Star Trek Beyond.
0: Is she the one who plays the... The
1: white-skinned alien lady. Oh! She, every film she's in, her skin gets changed colours.
0: Oh! Racist. But, you know... She has a she has a crazy face.
1: Yeah, she's great. Stoffel Beyond's awesome.
0: Oh, she's fantastic in the Mummy.
1: Oh yeah, which stretched to the in? limit.
0: She does. She's she's really acting her chops off in this. I'm I mean, actually
1: checking to see if Amjad Lily is in both the Mummy films because
0: they... no, he's only in the first one.
1: It's a good chance he's in both.
0: No, he's only in the first one. <laughs> he dies. He gets a blue. Yeah, I mean, he gets the blue gold scarab. He takes it. He pops out and he goes. And yeah, then but... it breaks open. It goes in his skin. It goes in his brain. He runs into a wall, and then Brenda Fraser goes. That's a nasty way to go. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, The Mummy uh, twenty seventeen is a face remake of the Stephen Summers fun and quite you know, honestly, I, I love it. The Brendan Fraser starring nineteen ninety nine um original. I really like those films. No, the first Mummy, one's good. The Mummy and The Mummy Returns are both uh well The Mummy Returns is more a good bad movie. Hmm. It's it's everything's on the screen, it's all done, you know, they put as much as they can into it and it's and it's interesting. But the Mummy, the original I actually really, really enjoy. So I before I went to go watch the new one, I watched the original 1999, The Mummy, and you know what? It's still a really fun film. Yes, it it's really fun. There's a lot of adventure. Brendan Fraser's still handsome. Brendan Fraser with all his hair, <laughs> he's he's very like ripped. You know, he's <coughs> just off George of the Jungle, so he's got a fantastic bod, and mm. you know, he's got abs for days, shredded like lettuce, you could say. And then I uh, and and I was I was going into someone. You know what? The Mummy. The posters were there. And no, I was like, yeah, you know what, this could be good, Jake Johnson's in it, he's funny, is he? he's in New Girl, he was in Jurassic World, I like that guy. Was he? Yeah, he was the one who played the computer engineer with the moustache and the glasses. Oh yeah, I forgot about him regime. instantly, yeah. yeah. Yeah, well that's Jake Johnson for you. No. Do you watch New Girl? No. Ah.
1: Huh. I caught a bit of it the other day at work and they were laughing at a disabled guy.
0: Yeah, that happens a lot in that programme. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so let's go on with the mummy. <laughs> so the mummy, 2017, is the story of Nick Morton, played by Tom Cruise or Tomophy Cruise or Tom the Seahawk Cruise, yeah. who is an adventurer and thief. He's out in Afghanistan. He's looking for some treasure, and he happens to come across. He's in Iraq. He's in Iraq, and he happens to come across a mummy. Uh-huh. A mummy wrapped in stone. A Was monstrous... it not a tomb? Monstrous. Was it a prison? A monstrous mummy. Yeah, in a prison. Yeah, anyway, yeah, a prison. so he unlocks wow. the mummy and takes it on an adventure to Russell Crowe, not knowing it's on an adventure to Russell Crowe. In the in the in the plane, suddenly Jake Johnson becomes possessed Don't and he starts the plot, killing just people. Say what the
1: film's like. He
0: accidentally kills a bunch. Well, he doesn't accidentally, He's possessed by the mummy and he kills a bunch of people. He goes to kill Tom Cruise and Tom Cruise, in the weirdest way I've ever seen someone hold a gun. It was almost like he was holding it gangster style, but it was too heavy for him. So he was shooting down. So he had to hold it up a bit, like you know when Caesar gets a gun in Planet of the Apes. Hmm. And it's that like limp-wristed, like, he can't aim... Like what are you a, saying
1: about Tom Cruise being limp-wristed?
0: Limp, I'm not saying he's limp-wristed. Hey, hey, hey. We talked about Donald Trump fucking boys. No, limp-wristed weeks. is hey, the hey,
1: gay tribute band to Limp-Wristed.
0: The last episode we watched, we got in trouble because we talked about... We we revealed that Donald Trump fucks little boys. We didn't... You know, we got in a little bit of trouble for it. We went to prison. You know, Guantanamo Bay. It is in... It is in... Uh, it's, it's in Cuba, so it's really nice weather all the time. You know, even through the bars of your door, you get a tan... Every so often they take the bag off your head and they say, what did you say about Donald Trump? We say, you can just listen to the podcast. It puts our viewers up. And they were like, no, tell us what you said about Donald Trump off air. Like comment subscribe. Yeah, we said, (laughs) we said, we said Donald Trump fucks boys. And they went, Donald Trump, Donald Trump fucks boys. How did, who told you this? And they went, oh, that's that's true. You're free to go. Yeah. Who who told you this information? We went, oh, we don't, we don't know. We can't reveal our sources. They went, oh, you're good journalists. Let's let you go. Let's let you go because, you know, we can't,
1: you forgot to do the little quotation air marks when you said journal. You can't
0: see it when you're on, on podcast. They can hear it. They can't hear it. They can't hear the sarcasm. It's hard to portray sarcasm with your voice. So anyway, so uh, so then then they went who who gave you these pictures of Donald Trump fucking boys? And we said you just handed them to us. So now we have evidence. So we've got photographic evidence that Donald Trump fucks boys. Fucks them right in their little bums, and uh, and he does so whilst looking at pictures of George Michael going. I wish I had that. I wish I could be that man.
1: No, George Michael's a nice guy. Leave him alone.
0: George Michael's a fantastic human being. But that's what Donald Trump wants. He wants to be out and about. He oh. wants to be very clear about what his sexual orientation is. Obviously, it's a bit younger than George Michael was into. George Michael wasn't into boys. But I think Donald Trump in his head sees homosexuality similar to paedophilia. Because he's a monster hmm. who fucks boys. Okay. Donald Trump clearly You were saying boys. about the Mummy. So anyway, so the movie. So Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise is killed in the plane crash because Nick... Nick's best friend, Jake Johnson, he goes crazy, shoots a hole in the plane, and then Nick shoots more holes in the plane, stopping Jake Johnson. It's the the plane crashes. Field. Tom Cruise wakes up in a body bag. He's like, oh, God, I'm not dead. What am I doing in a body bag? The mummy has given him powers. Mm. He has, like, super strength and he can't die. So that kind of gets rid of any tension in the plot. But And also, Jake Johnson comes to visit him, a la, you know, American Wealth in London. You know where his best friend comes back and he's like, oh, I'm cursed. He's like, I'm yeah. cursed because I was killed by the mummy." You've got to kill the mummy to save me. So Tom Cruise is like, how do I do it? And he's like, you'll find out. Meet Jekyll and Hyde. And then Russell Crowe comes in and he goes, hello, I'm Russell Crowe. I'm, I'm Dr. Hyde and Mr. Jekyll. Mm. And then he goes, welcome to the Doomu. We trap evil and they've got like vampire skulls and stuff and the lady's like I was also in Doom oh she slept with Tom Cruise that's a key plot point she did sleep Tom Cruise he's not a homosexual in this movie he has fucked a lady it was adequate from what he's told me in the plot and the in the the stuff they say so anyway so anyway back to the Doom so Russell Crowe's like I'm going to help you find evil and he goes sounds like Russell Crowe yeah he he goes I have an evil face look at me blah I'm a monster too and then Tom Cruise goes how do I stop the movie and he goes you need a knife with a special jewel that goes in the base and then what happens is you stab her with it and she'll die Uh, meanwhile she's off doing her best life force impression she's kissing people and they're going "Mm -hmm." and they're becoming like monsters and then running around London I like life force it's a cool film it's a good film film, isn't it but this isn't as good I like Patrick Stewart's bleeding out his eyes yeah I like that too he's (laughs) like anyway so anyway, back to to the movie back to the movie we're getting distracted So then and then all of a sudden I'm getting distracted. Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise in, the, in a spectacular finale, full of no special effects, because she just sort of kicks him and pushes him around a bit. He's getting beaten up by the movie, and the movie's got the knife, and she's like, I'm going to I'm going to kill you, and then I'm gonna stab you with a knife, and Seth's gonna take over your body. And Tom Cruise in a moment of inspiration goes, oh, and then he goes to run after her and fight her, and she's like, Oh, getting brave, and he steals a knife, and then she goes, Feef. A lot of people call him a thief in this movie. His friend's been coming back and telling him a lot. She's killed his new girlfriend, who's the one who also works for Burrudigi Diem, which is the company that stops Van apparently yeah. uh, and he stabs himself being taken over by the spirit of Set the god of death oh. um and he suddenly has all the powers of set which is why he had the superpowers she gave him the superpowers to make him a vessel for set but she had to kill him with his superpowers so that he'd uh. be a worthy vessel for set and he'd be dead can't be alive when you do it because then what happens Tom Cruise gets motherfucking powers and he gets powers of resurrection he brings back his dead girlfriend he's like pazow, pazow! and then he kills the mummy goes up and kisses her and he goes I'm not gay I'm not gay you're gay and he sucks her life up her all right. and then she dies huh. and then you know what Tom Cruise does Tom Cruise brings back his best friend to go on adventures and then Russell Crowe comes and he goes oh where's Tom Cruise I was counting on him being my Van Helsing and she goes he stabbed himself and got mummy powers and he's like oh I'm sure if there's any human left inside of him, he'll be looking for a cure to his curse. And Tom Cruise is running out the door going, I'm not gay! I'm not gay! I kissed a lady! Don't listen to that company! And he gets outside and he brings back his friend and they go on adventures. And the last line of the movie is, uh, "Is, uh, is, uh, can't, we just, can't we just go have a good time? Can't we stop chasing after this friend? And then Tom Cruise, who who now has bandages wrapped around his hand like a mummy. He's wearing gloves and they have like bandages. Like he's like, like he's Sonic a,
1: the hedgehog does now. Like
0: something the hedgehog does now. It's like he's like, yeah. oh, I'm a movie now, and he's like, I've got to find out about my mummy powers. And then he's like, Jake Johnson's like, can we just go somewhere? And he goes, Come on, where's your sense of adventure? And he looks down. He's got the bandages on his hand. He doesn't actually have his fingers shown. They're all like mouldy like mummy hands. Just like hot hot just, heat. Yeah, just like, bandages bandages, like bandages, 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 bandages in my heart, in my hands. <laughs> um, yeah. And then he's like, and he's like, and a smash cut, moo! Dark universe coming soon. Invisible Man and and Tom Cruise will return as the movie. So Tom Cruise is mommy pad, So he's a superhero. Uh, and, then, and
1: then it ends. And there's I like still a, got no idea what the film's like though. You just it's terrible. Plot. It's absolutely That's not dog how shit. you review like, a it's, film. It's,
0: it's, it's absolute dog. You
1: shit. may as well be reading what's written on the back of the so, box.
0: So all through the film, there's like loads of action set pieces, and if you can't tell, like there's a lot of stuff where they try and make it exciting, yeah. like all the fights and stuff happen, and... Tom Cruise is running around, he does his running thing. You know, he goes he he's running through London at one point and he keeps looking at the lady. And I swear there's a point where he's supposed to be looking at her ass so she runs slightly faster than him. And I almost heard him saying, like, I'm not gay, I looked at a lady's bottom. Look at me, look at me doing non gay things As he
1: held back vomit coming out of his mouth. <laughs>
0: It's just the end where he's kissing her and he's sucking in the power out of her and of He goes, I'm, I'm not gay. Look, this is how straight people kiss. It's like sucking the life out of her. <laughs> As if that's his opinion of straight marriage and life. But anyway, so yeah, so uh, it's not very good. It's really not very good. You know, like the original, one of the things that I found the most jarring, don't watch the original before you see this. Because, because
1: nothing to do with it. It's well, not it is. A, That's the, the thing. 9, this 9, is actually a sequel. A re- it's not.
0: It is. It's not. Okay, so there's a bit where Russell Crowe is like, Russell Crowe's like, I'm going to trap you and you're going to be tested on to stop you ending the world with your Moomy Lady. And the Moomy Lady's doing all these crazy things anyway, so she's going to probably end the world eventually trying to find him. But Russell Crowe thinks it's good if he just sort of like grabs her and like hides her and stuff. Oh, sorry, grabs him and hides him and stuff. They try and trap the Mummy Lady. She gets out, all this other shit happens. But there's a scene in which the woman has to knock out Russell Crowe and she picks up some big book and hits him with it and you see it's the remaining book of life from The Mummy 2. Yeah, that's just... That's no, 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 because it, they've already said that it's like linked. That's
1: Yeah, that's nonsense.
0: I know it's nonsense. Because that's the, like the Infinity
1: Gauntlet being in 4. Where everyone's all like, oh, they're gonna. that's going to be an important mm. plot point. No, it's not. That was a gag. That was yeah. a little thing. It that. wasn't
0: meant to ever go to this far, I don't think. <laughs> because I thought that they thought that they weren't going to really get as far as they did with the... They, they just had it
1: with. as a prop. They yeah. just thought that'd be a cool prop to have, in not
0: but it, yeah, so The Mummy is really bad. It's real bad. Yeah, really It's surprised. not Adam Sandler. Yeah. It's like a Kathleen Turner now. I don't
1: really mean Kathleen Turner. You remember how good Kathleen She's Turner was? She's a
0: Do you remember how good Kathleen Turner was? On The Man
1: with Two Brains?
0: Yeah, and also uh, Romancing the Stone. Yeah. You know, she was so attractive and she was sultry. And then just something happened and she got big and scary looking. She could do what she likes. She I Kathleen know she can, but then she did Dumb and Dumber too that's a crime against nature
1: so anyway you kept asking for a sequel to Dumb and Dumber
0: no I didn't no one did no one ever wanted that but anyway The Mummy uh, I don't I don't recommend ever going to see it
1: really yeah
0: I, I mean I wouldn't like even if if it's on TV there's about half an hour of watchable film in there but the other hour and 15 minutes are I would have. At least rather... half
1: an hour of a watchable film. That's more than I had the
0: other night. <laughs> yeah, I know. I would rather watch Dracula Untold and have that being the start of the Dooku, because at least that was like okay. So Dracula's misunderstood, In this it's just like the mummy's pure evil. But it's okay if Tom Cruise has that power because he's a thief.
1: Because yeah, he's Tom Cruise. He's the ultimate good.
0: And he's meant to be a good guy. Like what the? F- it doesn't. Tom make any Cruise sense. is the ultimate good you guy. Know, it doesn't make any sense.
1: He strapped himself to a plane for a film.
0: Yeah, but the the whole point is that like. Is it that the whim- the woman can't have the powers, or is it just that only Tom Cruise can have the Women powers? Women can't or? have
1: power because
0: he's. I don't think he's meant to be anything special. He's not meant to be like Van Helsing or anything. He's just a dude who was a thief.
1: So he's possessed by Arnold Vosloo at the end of the he's,
0: film. He's. Well, no, it's not even Arnold Vosloo. It's. But well, Arnold Vosloo was set. No, Arnold Vosloo wasn't set. Wasn't he? No, he was Imhotep. Was he? Yeah. yeah. He was Imhotep. He was a priest. It set, he was the bad cursed. guy from
1: Stargate. Pardon? Was Set the bad guy from Stargate.
0: No, Set was the an alien head. who adopted the fucking the guys of Set because he said he could bring people back. He was actually possessing their bodies with the, the Yerk style things in the stomach. You remember? No, I've not seen Stargate for of years. Kurt, Kurt Russell, that movie. that's a fucking that that film is a Tom Atkins. Yeah. Ten out of ten. Fucking love Stargate. It's classic. Yeah. Kurt Russell's gonna kill himself in the beginning and he's like, I'm going where? I'll definitely die there <laughs> and yeah. then it goes on an adventure. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, so The Mummy, uh, it, gets, it gets a, I'm not gay, says Tom Cruise, out of a hundred. Oh. So that means that, you know, zero minus five out of a hundred. He's totally gay. He's so fucking gay.
1: You can't just throw accusations so It's like the way he kisses
0: around. women in this film. Like, there's a scene where he's kissing a woman and he opens his eyes and like, oh, It's not a man! <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kissing my boyfriend!
1: And then he just sort of stops and goes, It's weird when there's no stubble rash. I mean, yeah. um... <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh God, I don't like when you don't have a beard. What? so anyway yeah so the movie i saw the movie 2017 the beginning of the Doomu. are you do you think they're going to reboot it again
1: no they'll 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 be locked in they'll just keep making bad films
0: keep making terrible movies like dc yeah ah until recently so yeah so like okay so they're making bride of frankenstein yeah and they're making just skipping frankenstein yeah
1: and you know, The Invisible Man, which I'm sure will be memoirs of The Invisible Man, yeah, the Chevy Chase film. Yes, yeah. <laughs>
0: so. I love that film. Yeah. I like anything with Chevy Chase when he was skinny. <laughs> as soon as he gained weight, he'd he doing cocaine. He was less fun. Yeah. When he was doing cocaine, he was he was skinny. Great. Great. All the
1: best comedians back then did a lot of cocaine. Oh, Mike Myers. Mike Myers?
0: Mike Myers. So I Married an Axe Murderer was 90% cocaine, and I loved it. It's a good film. And then he made The Love Guru. Yeah. 0% cocaine. Yeah.
1: I remember when he was on Wackaday back in when I was a kid. What was Wackaday? There was a TV show in the morning presented by Tilly, Timmy Mallet. Yeah. It was called Wide Awake Club. That's yeah. what Wackaday was. And him and a buddy, they used to have a sketch show on it, which was called the Fast Asleep Club or something like that. Mm. Um, and the other guys, the guy who wrote like, Waynesworld and stuff like that with him. Okay, But they were like teenagers, maybe just about early 20s at this point. which is yeah. in the mid-80s. Nice. So that's where they got the start on ITV, children's ITV. Huh. With Timmy Mallet. That's
0: pretty crazy. Yeah.
1: And then they went off to America and he was on Saturday Night Live writing for it and then presenting it and stuff like that. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, There's only like four years between like that and friggin' Wayne's World. That's Wayne's like, World is a great movie. That's a crazy quick rise to popularity. Do you
0: know what's a good movie that Tom Cruise has done recently that I thought of when I was watching The Mummy? This no. has a similar concept. You know, like he can't die or he can die, but... Oh,
1: no Mission Impossible. He can't die in that.
0: No, uh, live, die, repeat. Or, oh yeah, that's a good one. Uh, you need yeah. is Edge is of Tomorrow. Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah. Um, I really like that.
1: That's a damn good film.
0: It is. Looks yeah. great. Has a great plot. It's, it's not a afraid fun to be movie. sad.
1: Yeah, it's got really good like supporting cast in it. All the random Fantastic. little character actors in it and stuff. And Bill yeah. Paxton. Yeah, Bill Paxton's fun. He's dead now. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's sad. isn't it? Yeah, Tom Cruise is still alive. Because he can't I'm die. Not gay as he kisses a lady. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not gay. Look at me. I'm kissing women. So I dated done. Nicole Kidman.
1: There's definitely
0: a way way I could have sex with a lady that tall when I'm only five foot two.
1: And he had that traditional relationship with Kate. What's her face?
0: Oh, yeah.
1: You know, where you kidnap her and lock her away. Anyway, you done?
0: Yeah, I'm done. That's my review of The Mummy. It gets uh, gets, uh,
1: a. Well, speaking of cinematic universes. The Dumu. I saw Wonder Woman
0: Twice. I've also seen Wonder Woman, but yeah. once. Yeah, so
1: I have more of an authority on this matter. Do you? Yeah. Um. This is the first time I've seen a DC film in the cinema for a second time for, like, years. I think the last time I watched one twice was The Dark Knight. I saw that four times in the cinema, because that was a really good film. Um, yeah. I could happily sit and watch Wonder Woman again. It's friggin' fun. They made a fun film. An actual film with characters, and there's, like, a plot, and some complex moral stuff going on, and there's, like, themes... Like, uh, there's themes. There is. You're just not very good at reading films. I'm very good at reading um, films. Like, it's not perfect or anything. No, but it's that's, freaking. That's what I'd say. It's the most enjoyable and coherent and well made superhero film that DC Warner Brothers has done. It's, I'd pr- probably say it's better than a lot of the Marvel films. Like, because a lot of Marvel films, Marvel films don't have really big lows apart from Iron Man 2 and For the Dark World. They're both kind of bit shit. Yeah. Um, but they kind of like even most of their films are at least enjoyable and you can watch them like for fun mm. and Wonder Woman's is sort of just above that it's not quite a Guardians of the Galaxy or an Iron Man 3 or um Winter Soldier it's like it's decent
0: I would say I would say as well Doctor Strange is good
1: Doctor Strange is fun but it's not brilliant. I would say
0: Doctor Strange is it's got
1: is- probably the best final act to have like some, a lot of them because that, that whole that whole sequence is one of the coolest the reverse time yeah. magician battle and all that um, and he beats a bad guy with words <laughs> defeats a villain with words which is like that's Doctor Strange 101
0: yeah well I...
1: at the end of the day his magical powers don't matter it's his mind that saves the day yeah, yeah. Um, but Wonder Woman is just like beautifully like really well plotted out it took its time it didn't do any of that flashback bollocks or anything like that apart from the whole, the framing device for the film which was Bruce Wayne giving her that photo yeah Um you could have emailed Picture, but he wanted to give her the original, which is nice because Bruce Wayne's got a bit of a crush on her. Why even
0: have it in there at all? It's a question,
1: it's to remind us to set it up so that people know that this film isn't set in the modern day to give you an idea that she's been around for centuries, but then that was kind of shown in the photo in the last one. But who really wanted to remember anything from Batman versus Superman, you know? But it was there, it was there just to make sure you know right from the start this is a period piece, tale from the past about her history, you're learning about how she discovered her powers and all this sort of stuff and she found out just how powerful she was. But um, it's good. There's no harm to it. It's fine. You're just upset because it reminded you of Batman v Superman. (laughs) That's all.
0: Batman v Superman has has become in my eyes uh, one of the most interesting cinema travesties to happen in the last decade. Mm. It is a film that I both question how it was made, why it was made, and how was it not better.
1: Yeah, how did someone mess that up? Anyway, um, so Wonder Woman, uh, Steve Trevor, played by Chris Pine, who's the only Chris who couldn't get a job at Marvel, um, he crashes crashes his World War One plane that he's stolen. I so want to be a
0: Green Lantern.
1: What is Hal Jordan? Yeah, But um, he's really fun in this film. But he anyway, he crashes dope. on the planet. He, he crashes on Femiscara the Wonder Woman's Amazonia- Amazonian island, oh. secret island they've got. The yeah, whole island. Yeah, this it, is literally uh, Lesbian <sighs> Island. It's fantastic. Yeah. Um. And he's all like, I've got this stuff. There's this information about some crazy chemical that melts well, gas mass well, and stuff. Well, well. Got to get home... You're making that and tell people more people
0: than the movie does.
1: Does it fine? <laughs> um, and then she's one of them is like, okay, I'll help him. And everyone's like, no, don't do it. And she's like, I'm going. Screw you. I'm going. She goes, you can't come back. Fine by me. So she leaves. And she wants to go find Ares and fight him. She thinks that Ares is the one causing the Great War around the world. He is merely just... You know, it turns out eventually... He's just poking people. Yeah. That's all he's doing. And he just enjoys it and he doesn't care if this war ends or not. Mm. He's part of the group that's setting up the whole thing to end the war and uh kind of. But he knows full well that humans won't end it that they'll do something else. And that's his ultimate goal. He wants people to f- occasionally feel a little bit of hope and then get it taken away by some chemicals that burn people to pieces. Um but the film's super enjoyable. It's got humour running through it that doesn't feel forced and horrible like Batman v Superman's humour. It's fun. It's fun stuff. Like with freaking Steve Trevor getting out of the bath and she goes, What's that? And he's like, This, uh. And it's like, Oh, my watch. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. See, I didn't mind that. That's fun. Yeah. It's fun stuff. It's not like Batman v Superman. Like, but the best they could cut for a joke was, I thought she was with you. But yeah, there's moments like. Whenever she strikes a superhero pose, which happens every now and again during action sequences, don't open them, there's rustling on the microphone. But as she has an action pose or something like that, it's earned through the actions. It's not yeah. it's not like Superman just falls out of a space station thing and just falls in a Jesus Christ pose. Yeah. That's like Superman's Moses. Yeah. <laughs> You know, there's stuff like when she's deflecting bullets on the battlefield in No Man's Land, standing with a shield, like holding back machine gun fire and stuff yeah. like that, leaping through the air with a sword out and... Rah, mm. killing a whole bunch of Germans. Mm. Um, she destroys a church, which she's totally allowed to destroy a church if she feels like it. She's like, she can do she what is, she wants. She's part God. It belongs to her. Uh, ah, yeah, yeah, woman! Um, but it's yeah, it's just fun. There's like some interesting supporting characters. They've all got their own little problems and troubles and stuff like that, and they've all kind of served the purpose of sort of telling her that there's more to war than just people fighting each other. Because mm. she's got it in her head that people are either good or they've been corrupted by Ares. She can't understand that people sort of, you know, they all have different motives and they're doing things for different reasons. Yeah, and Maybe they don't want to fight a war, but they're kind of stuck in this situation where they have to. Mm. And it all comes around in the end that love saves the day, because it has to. But, um, you Over know... The sacrifice. Spoilers. Yeah, yeah. but... It's a really good film. It's only got a few foibles here and there. There's some CGI action sequences, which where digital actors fight in and stuff. And you're like, that's CGI. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there's also like just the set pieces themselves are earned and they're good. And it doesn't like go. We need to have an action sequence every 10 minutes. It makes sure it has a reason for each of these things to happen. It takes yeah. time to have fun with the characters. Mm-hmm. The whole stuff, which is fish out of water in London is great. And it's like, it's not like, doesn't feel forced in any sort of way. She's there getting clothes, and she can't know how to fight and stuff mm. like that. And there's little gags here and there, um, like, the, like the bit where she goes to go through the revolving door, mm. like spinning around like Wonder Woman does. Yeah. And she's scared, you know. She's got a, sort of just walking up the clothes stop, holding a shield and sword up mm. like it's nothing. Um, but yeah, it's it's got colour in it occasionally for the first half hour at least. Anyway, then it goes all drab. But it's World War One; you got to make it look drab. Kind of World War One film would look a bit weird if it was bright and colourful because mm. you know it wasn't very fun from what I understand. Apparently it was kind of shit.
0: Um, Almost like being under a Tory-led government.
1: No, no, no I, wouldn't, no. I think it's probably worse than that. I mean, 23 million people died, but whatever.
0: Well, Tory's Tories are racking up bodies pretty quickly. Yeah, right? They'll
1: get there soon. Uh, so we go to Theresa May at Downing Street and she's just listening to bodies by Drowning Pool, non-stop. Let the bodies hit the floor. She loves that favourite thing. Mm. But um, yeah, I, f- I thought Wonder Woman was fantastic. Really nicely shot. Edited coherently. Mm. Like which is amazing yeah. after the last few films, especially Suicide Squad. Yeah, fuck um, me. Yeah. Suicide Squad.
0: People still defend that. Someone it's, told me the other day it was a comedy. I asked them to tell me one joke from Suicide Squad. And they went, I really like it when she smashed the window and she goes, Oh honey, we're bad guys and I was like, That's not a joke. That's not that's not how a joke works. That's that's not a setup and then a payoff. That's someone doing something and then saying we're bad guys. Yeah. It's like that isn't a Monica that anyone who is in any way threatening or evil would what ever you fucking Monica?
1: use. Monica. Monica one of those staples of Friends. She's important.
0: So anyway, are you done with your opinion on Wonder Woman?
1: Yeah, my opinion is the ultimate opinion. No. And it's correct. Wonder
0: Woman's a 7 out of 10. It's a strong 7 out of 10, but it's only a 7 out of 10. you know not
1: asked you, Wonder Woman. You've said you've got a people lot of things to get already, through. People you said you've got a lot of things to get through. I
0: agree that it is yeah. the best DCEU movie. It is by far the best DCEU movie of the last five Until years. Until they
1: decide to retcon... Another what a really good Superman the original one into it or something please oh, do yeah, that some shit like that um, please do that we got Infinite Earths let's do it
0: so anyway so DCEU has been floundering to this point they made the are fuck you going awful on to
1: Wonder Woman now even though you said you didn't have many films to they made. made
0: the fuck awful Batman vs Superman and the almost more fuck awful Super Suicide Squad which I didn't expect could be possibly you know ever poss- possibly happen but I saw it I saw that movie I know it exists and for some reason people praise Man of Steel. As if it's better than five out of ten. Yeah. As if it's the At best. At least it's ever. like
1: if it wasn't for Wonder Woman, you could say Man of Steel's the best one out. Of yeah, Man
0: of Steel <laughs> is the best one. If you know, it's you're not blind better. and stupid and Zack Snyder's fucking butt plug. If that's you were been to count out to view a film,
1: if you were to count the, super, the original Superman films as being like the Richard Donner ones all the way through to Superman Returns, which is in the same continuity, technically they count it as being the same continuity and everything, so we're including Superman one, two, three, four, and Returns. Um, Man of Steel's one, only better than Superman
0: 4 Superman 1 Superman 2 the Richard Donner cut Superman Returns Superman 3 Superman 4 Man of Steel Batman vs Superman I'll a put bloody, Man of Steel above Superman 4 a bloody tampon that gently drifts in the wind and shit and blood splatter off of it because someone decided to stick up their ass accidentally and then Suicide Squad yeah my problem with Wonder Woman it's it's just simple shit it's just it's stuff that Patty Jenkins as a second time director was doomed to make and it's because that no
1: Second one time to actually do A whole bunch of TV shows and stuff. Yeah, I know, but like not She's big budget it. movies. She's Doesn't made make a difference. One of the it, anyone it, it can makes a, a massive big amount of movie. difference.
0: There's a difference between seeing and being able to develop something and having just a small cast and crew to work with you a relatively small cast and crew, and then having the biggest audience that you have to fucking apply it to everyone. Everyone has to like it, and you've got all these people that are going to be watching, they're going, yeah, I don't know if she's, I don't know if she's beating up those Nazis enough. I don't know if she's clear that she's not a Nazi, because she's a woman, right? She's a woman, so women women are more likely to be Nazis than men are likely to be Nazis, aren't they? American Mm -hmm. women, they were the closest thing to Nazis we had in our seasons, weren't they? It's fucking just... It's that stupid... Because a lot of it... So here's my problem with Wonder Woman in a nutshell. It is made by people that clearly don't have any idea of what an even-handed idea is when it comes to countries and and information, how to deliver information, and the way they treat different countries. I understand that the UK is a drab place because we were under tyranny, It it was all horrible, you know, Germany, France, all those places, it's all very drab in that second half because war is influencing it. It's meant to be the corruption of the people, it's meant to be visibly horrible... Right.
1: London was kind of shit back then man. yeah
0: absolutely Like, I get all of that I really get all of that but when there's there's this weird tone to it where it's like America is the saviour because even through Wonder Woman being this fantastic woman who can speak all these languages she's the most developed thing in the world she's just incredible she's a superhero she does all these incredible things even so it comes down to America to be like the big thing that causes everything to go okay and it's like uh, it's the liberals that are hiding the hiding the hiding the evil. It's the liberals that are the bad guys. It's the idea that peace can help people. I think you're confused. No, I'm not. It's just it, there's all these little hints and like these picks that I I just found infuriating. But that wasn't the main problems I had with the film. It was the generic subplots with the the side characters. So you had the whole like. Fantastic Four, the not, Dirty Dozen style army team, Howling Commandos, the Howling commando style attack, attack team that helped them out in World War One. I. I didn't. I don't think they were needed.
1: Yeah, they were because their their plots influence Diana's decisions. Their their backstories influence Diana's morals. They tell her there's more to war than just bad guys fighting good guys.
0: Yeah, I know, but like at the they same got conflicts. time, conflicts. At the same time, you could have had that from someone cowering under a sword who turns to her and goes, "Please, I'm only in this war because." You could have... and you get to know the You person? have a sympathetic German. Oh, shit, you could have a sympathetic enemy and not just a faceless monster. She does. Just... She has
1: sympathy for Dr. Poison. Because it's a
0: woman. Yeah, no. It's weird. It's a weird way. It's just... It, there's lots of weird ways of doing things that I don't think make sense. Like, and there's little bits and pieces. Like, uh, you, you were right. You don't need that book ending. You just don't need it.
1: Yeah, but it's there for the idiots.
0: Yeah but the idiots are the people that like Batman vs Superman so they weren't going to yeah. see this anyway because it's a movie about a woman in, in a liberist, in liberal, liberal agenda No they've
1: gone to see it it's done really well Is it really? Yeah oh, That's good
0: It's good news But it still it is a 7 out of 10 but 7 out of 10 is a fucking high praise when it comes to any DC movie but I had a lot of problems with it and it is again as I said It's just Because you hate women No it's small shit that just got on my nerves I wish that there was more interaction between just Wonder Woman and fucking uh, Lucy from The Office I didn't need Chris Pine there to constantly be the voice going like, "Well, you know what it's like." <laughs> I could, I, I would love just to have like, "Oh, I get into a bit of fisticuffs when I, I like that. I like the charm of having that British lady that's like, "Was like, oh, I'm, I'm a little bit daring myself." I like that idea. But
1: well, they weren't going to take us to No Man's Land, though, were they? No, but you
0: don't need her to That'd go No Man's Land. You could just have Steve Trevor come along and be like, "Okay, so you want to see war? This is what's happening." You know you know what I mean it's just it, it seemed it seemed like there were just a lot of odd choices a lot of little bits and pieces here and there don't need the front in the beginning just don't need the Batman shit get rid of that I didn't need her as a child but you know that's that's character building that makes sense I didn't need the shit CGI as she tries to jump over the side of a wall to her suicide clearly now she can do that it's fine yeah but you know at the beginning with the little girl it's just like she jumps over and it's the worst fucking CGI I've ever seen in a fucking it's big got the budget the lowest
1: budget out of all the DC I know so but far. why
0: have the shot in there
1: because she need the shots to show her jumping over the cliff.
0: Yeah, but she didn't need to jump over the cliff. Yeah, they did. Why?
1: So she's discovering her powers. That's so it shows that she
0: doesn't have powers at that point, because she's like... She could. She, you know, she has
1: powers, she just doesn't know what they're capable of. Oh,
0: so when you're a kid, you don't throw stuff around the house, you don't jump no, up but and but down? She
1: no, but she didn't have them back. Didn't, they didn't grow that then. There's a reason why she, her mum didn't want her getting trained. I know. Because the know. more she got trained, the more her powers would come through. Yeah, yeah I get that. The more battles she saw, the stronger she'd get.
0: I had other issues. Mm-hmm. The terrible CGI when she's climbing the
1: wall—that's not anything to do with the film. Right? It's,
0: but it's little things like that that cut into me. Like it's little shit like that because I'm watching a film and I'm, 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 I'm I am reviewing it. I'm what not. What was the CGI
1: when she's climbing the wall?
0: That was when she's digging her hands in, and it's like, thuh, 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 and yeah. it just like drops away. It's just magically gone. Only the little bits of rock coming off as CGI. It looked awful, right. and it looked stupid as well. It was just a ridiculous scene. Why? Because she, she could have just. She could have just jumped in there, and she fell down, and then all of a sudden, like she's got enough leverage and she's got enough power in her body to just go boom, shot. and she just goes in, and it doesn't impact her hands in any way. She's not suddenly like, oh, my hands and my fingers should be broken. She's just like, oh, look, I can climb like yeah, Spiderman. And there's like shit, like when she gets shot, she holds her arms up. There's no impact from the bullet whatsoever. It's just, bah! it's like there wouldn't be. But then, like a machine gun continuously firing at, and she's holding a shield. I just want, like, just a little bit, like she's actually being shot at. Like, I want it to just seem like there's any credible threat. And like, she's
1: unmovable. Make right? it
0: feel like there's something going on. Make it feel like we have to. It's the same problem with the mummy. Once you get told a character can't die by any of the means, of it, why is she blocking the bullets? No, she can just block the bullets, cause She can
1: still get hurt by bullets.
0: But then, why does she? Why doesn't she move when they hit her? Because clearly, if they. She doesn't they... need
1: to. The bracelets knock them away. It's magic.
0: Just it's shit like the that. The important
1: just, thing is her as an image of an unstoppable force.
0: I know, but like unstoppable force, put her feet in the ground. See yes, she her does. digging in. She does. See her being pushed back slightly. She her feet struggling against it. She
1: does with a shield. She's crouched down right to the floor, basically using the shield to protect her. And just whole time. it's
0: it's just little weird decisions like that that ruined it for me. Mm. Like it's still a seven out of ten. That's still a fucking great movie. But you know what I mean? It's just it's just shit that I can't move past. Like in something where there was so much
1: you're pedantic.
0: It's not pedantic. It is. It's not pedantic.
1: It is. Comment in the descriptions. And
0: also, the CGI fight in the end was shit. It's fine. It was really
1: dog. You have to have a big CGI battle at the end of these I films. I know. But it was super dog shit. That's fine.
0: I would have had Ares defeated by the lasso of truth. Just have him like lassoed up, and then have him taken back to Fermascara. Not have like a big CGI fight. Just have like. Oh, she can't I can't go back you. to Phemascara.
1: But Established early on, she can't go back. She can't. No, she's not allowed. She's never been gone back.
0: Oh yeah, because Steve Trevor was allowed.
1: well He didn't go back.
0: No, I know, but he crashed through. He didn't have permission.
1: Yeah, that's the accident. That's why they booted him out. Yeah, but... She's not allowed to go back. They've told her she can't come back. Yeah, she'll just fly up. And she's never gone back.
0: Exactly. She'll just fly up. Huh? She'll just fly up. She'll just go over there. She'll be like, I'm in my invisible jet. I've got Ares. Drop him off. Done. Meh. Yeah. Just that's it. Like, she doesn't need to stay there, but that's the only place where it's going to be safe for him to be kept.
1: Nah. Let him blow up. He'll come back later in another film. He's definitely going to come back later. Yeah.
0: But, yeah, I just... I I liked it. Like I said, I liked it. It was just tons of little shit. Like, it was just the smallest things. And it just kept mounting up. just kept irritating me. And just kept taking me out of it. Like, I want to see... If I'm going to watch an origin story for a superhero, I want to see some struggles. I want to see some, like, real... I don't want to just see her be like... Her
1: struggles are constantly that people are telling her she can't do the thing that she can very well do.
0: Yeah I, And that's I,
1: part of the thing It's like basically saying Because you're a woman And fragile You cannot go and do this battle And walk into no man's land No one survives that But Steve and Trevor she's like, kept doing that Even do. after he
0: saw her Stop bullets Yeah because he's a guy And he doesn't learn But that's bullshit That's not a, That's not a character arc That's just a character being like Even at the end He's like he's like, Oh don't worry Wonder Woman I'm sacrificing myself! Well, she's, Spoilers. She's
1: busy. She's got to fight arms. I'm
0: dying so you have the power to beat another man! Yeah,
1: we have to blow it up. That's the only thing they can do.
0: Look at me! I'm drowning! I can't be saved!
1: Yeah. It's bullshit. Such a misogynist.
0: I'm not misogynist. I'm fighting against the misogy- misogyny of the film! That's part of the plot. Yeah, I know it's part of the plot, but as soon, it's always part someone, of Wonder Woman. as soon as you see someone effortlessly stop a bullet with a piece of jewellery, you don't go... Not jewellery. Maybe she shouldn't be. That is
1: spe- magically enchanted armour.
0: Maybe she shouldn't be in fucking... Oh, yeah, that's magically enchanted armour. What's, what's protecting her shoulders, her ankles, her knees?
1: The bullet, she can... The thing, Oh, the yeah, bracelets. yeah, just in case.
0: Oh, oh, shit, they're coming, quickly! I'll get the thighs, the face, yeah. the skull. I'll get everywhere, shall I, with these yeah. two little fucking yeah. bracelets.
1: Yeah, it's always been the way of Wonder Woman.
0: She had a skirt at one point. Yeah, good i get her. it if she had a pleated skirt with some armor as well. Huh. I'm sure she'd appreciate that. It's probably fucking cold in Germany, and France.
1: Nah, no, no, not that time. Nah, not around then. Yeah. no, nah, no. Nah, it it didn't exactly
0: look fucking summer. Yeah, it because stuff was
1: blowing up everywhere and there's, like, shit in the clouds. A lot of pollution going on.
0: But anyway, yeah, so... Uh, so I give it uh, I give it, like... It's, it's a solid movie. I give it, like, a... Uh, I give it... I'm trying to think. I give it... Oh, you a Treat Williams A Treat Williams?
1: Yeah
0: Who? Treat Williams From Dead Heat Oh yeah Yeah him It's pretty awesome Is that it? Is that all you can Yeah because I have a lot of Like I said I have a lot of issues I don't want to be like I don't I didn't have it, so many issues That I, it was unwatchable It definitely wasn't unwatchable It's still a great movie But it's just you know what it's like. I said it's just it's a ton of little shit, and it's the kind of stuff that should be picked up by a group of people watching the movie for the first time. It's the type of stuff that you usually get. You would get rid of if you had a very good um, group of people watching the movie rather than just people you found in a fucking shopping center in America. If you had like a proper group of people that understood film, that were fans of the series, were fans of the genre, come in and go, what can we do? What what do you think of this movie? We've got another... We've got another five mil for reshoots. That's at least half hour. So just tell us what you think... Honestly, tell us what you think we should do with this. And then take out all the critical bullshit like... our riflets should have... Um, they should have the Sumerian for... Uh, angels will fly without wings on them. It's like, get rid of that shit. No one gives a fuck about that. But like, when someone turns around and says... I would, I would like there to be a little bit more impact to the bullets page. Be like, okay, but that's this fine. But shouldn't
1: be. You're confusing physics... With the imagery and what it means
0: So when it happens A hundred times in a movie I'm still being meant to be like Oh this yeah. is all imagery Yeah, This is like imagery If it's imagery thrematics. was a pack of post-it notes it's And every one was needed For you to see a complete work of it. That's
1: why Superman never flinches When bullets hit him Because he's an immovable object he No because is... he's
0: always played By a fucking terrible actor Ever since Christopher yeah. Reeve died We've had fucking Dean Cain And fucking Henry Cavill What you the best...
1: Dean Cain? Dean Cain's a legend First Japanese Superman.
0: <laughs> so yeah, so I, it may, it may just be me that notices those things and it, gets, and it irritates them because everybody else has been raving about it. Because you don't
1: it. like that a woman directed a film.
0: No, I really like women directing films. Fucking Zero Dark Thirty was great. No, it wasn't. I really like Zero nah. Dark Thirty. And then fucking, um, and uh, The Hurt Locker was incredible. No, it wasn't. The Hurt Locker's shit. Do you really not like that movie? Yeah, it's not a very good film. I like The Hurt Locker. No. Nah. <laughs> I, I like there's a load of weird character choices in it like there's a load of weird broing down in it as well but for the rest of it I really liked it the fucking shots they got in that film were incredible yeah mm. alright well you liked Wonder Woman and you thought Suicide Squad was going to be good so
1: you like oh, yeah. Adam Sandler films
0: no I fucking
1: don't you love Adam Sandler films the other day you were talking about how much you really enjoyed Jack and Jill <laughs>
0: this <laughs> much my name you said
1: that when Adam Sandler's dressed as a woman it makes you hard
0: sometimes I watch his movies and I know what true hell is hmm
1: what well, you're
0: done yeah you ran okay so I
1: watched the new series of Oranges the New Black so did I starts... no you didn't shut up you racist okay <laughs> um no new series of Orange Oranges the New Black was on and it's uh it's a good series I liked it really good. good very good yeah yeah because the last series like the last few series it's been kind of you haven't really had a time frame from it. That's one of the weird things with Orange is the New Black. Because it's supposed to be set over the course of just over a year. Or is it a year? Where long is he in for? 11 months or 13 months or something like that? Something like that. Yeah. So you haven't really had a time frame. But this whole series was set over the course of like four days. And it was kind of interesting to have like this really condensed story all about a riot that kicks off, kicked off at the end of the last series. Um, well, because Pousset died. And then one of the guards, Humphreys, came in with his his gun. He hid his gun mm. cause for some reason. An idiot. And then, you know, he gets he gets shot by Dyer. Yep. Poor girl, she's messed up her life. She has. She's messed up all sorts. But, um yeah, so the whole series is set over the course of a riot. They're taking over the prison. People go off into different groups and gangs and stuff. Tasty is running the whole, like, you know, the demands and deciding what they're going to do about, you know, making the prison a better place to fight back against MCC with a corporation that's been basically running to the ground. There's some really... Nice plot threads going through it. Like, um, I can't remember her name, the woman Lena or whatever her name is, who's like, um, works for MCC and she's been, she basically, to survive in the prison, she's made out she's a prisoner. Yeah. And sort of hides in with Piper and Alex and gradually gets sort of passed around different people as the show goes on. Yeah. Just basically, you know, taking a chance to jump towards whoever's the, whoever's well,
0: feels whoever feels she feels will protect her the most. At the beginning, it's whoever wants her.
1: Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's been a really good series. Like, um, I've noticed they've sort of like, Gradually over the years, they've been playing down Piper's role in the show a lot more. Yeah. Since Series 2, probably, I'd say. Um, but I guess it's because they've built up so many characters, they want to play with all the characters and all this sort of stuff. And the longer they play with those characters, the more series they can probably get out of it. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if eventually Piper leaves the prison and it just carries on as normal.
0: I was thinking that the other yeah. day, because it seems to draw more and more towards that, doesn't
1: it? Yeah, because it could be like um, Prisoner Cell Block H, the original series of that that started with I can't remember her name she's a blonde character in it she gets put in prison and it's from her perspective and that's how it goes for a few years but eventually she leaves and leaves the show and the show just carries on with different characters with you know with the other characters got characters come and go and that's how it ends up being um, and Orange is the New Black is essentially like the American Prisoner Cell Block Age yeah um, there's a lot of women in prison TV shows isn't there Well, there's, there's even lot... a remake of Prisoner Cell Blockage now isn't there yeah Wandsworth which is actually brought quite good apparently um there's Bad Girls, weren't there, years ago. Mm. And a copious amount of Brazilian films and Mexican films about women in prison, which are just beautiful. Um, Hot Woman. Yeah. Fitting bars. A lot of ones with Nazis and women in prisons. Um yeah. But um Salon Kitty, there's a classic. Anyway, um But this whole series like it's kind of interesting that they actually did have fun with a lot of the characters and it was a bit more of a funnier series, but it's Despite. really dark. Mm. Like um, Humphreys is the guy the guy you friggin brought the gun into the prison but he, he like he's everyone hates him in the last series he is like he's basically the worst you know the most evil character you can imagine in the prison the worst person to be a prison guard
0: and he gets treated so yeah. fucking bad
1: like. yeah that whole, this whole series is him just having worse things happen to him all the time
0: like fucking so he starts off getting shot in the leg
1: yeah almost bleeds out gets his mm. dick exposed mm. <laughs> um then they uh friggin take him into the the hospital and one of the girls blows air bubbles into his
0: because he beat the shit
1: out of her. Yeah. Well he got Suzanne and her to fight each other. Um and then he gets the tip of his thumb cut off. And
0: then they tape his face up so he looks normal for the picture. Yeah. And then he gets his tip of his thumb cut off.
1: Yeah. Mm. And then dies. <laughs> mm. He was still breathing. There was a bit when there's a bit in the um prison closet when he's in the foreground and you can clearly see he's breathing yeah. in shot. I was hoping he was just going to wake up all of a sudden while they were huffing fumes
0: and still have the <laughs> still be face, Yeah.
1: but um yeah that, that show is like it's really well written this one's had a real purpose about like you know prisoners being treated as cattle and all this sort of stuff and you know what actually is a correctional facility if there's no correction going on they're just being mm. basically treated like scum and all this sort of stuff um freaking all the cast are great in this show now they got some awesome people in there. I think Kate Mulgrew's like brilliant in that show. Captain Janeway. Mm-hmm. She's awesome. Um and as the series went on towards the end, they did sort of show more Piper stuff going on. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Um, sort of dragged it back down to that force. It was good to see Jason Biggs turn up for one scene. That was he hasn't way, been in he? it since season two.
0: Yeah, he's yeah. Uh, That was a weird scene.
1: It was fun though. It was, yeah, it was The whole episode was about tattoos. Yeah. I swear in series four though, she said that tattoos she got for You know, when Ruby Rose was in the prison. Yeah. She gets the tattoo. Um, I swear she said that was her first tattoo. She'd never had one before. And in this series, she's got a tattoo on the back of her neck. You see it in an earlier episode. Then you mm. see the flashback about when she got a fish tattoo done mm. on her neck. And I swear I swear in the last series she was saying the tattoo she got was the first one she got. Maybe. I swear. I can't, was, I can't remember yeah. for
0: sure, but Ruby Rose in that series is pretty good. Yeah.
1: Uh, she's always good. But, um, yeah, it's been, been really nice. What happened to Healy? Did he actually, in the last series, because he had the whole thing with... Um, Laurie Petty didn't he? didn't he did he yeah, quit he said he was going to quit did he ah he left yeah. I, I couldn't, couldn't remember what I thought he left
0: him. I thought that I thought after Laurie Petty got put in solitary yeah he said that he was going to go he said he couldn't he couldn't handle it he realised he couldn't help people anymore yeah and he went back and it turned out his wife is all horrible and ill
1: his mother was the one he's his been mother. looking for yeah because <laughs> he was a homeless person that he keeps taking to lunch yeah all this. so he actually went right because so I couldn't remember um
0: I don't know if for sure, like, if for sure he was just not meant to be there. Yeah. Because it's only over, like, three days?
1: Yeah, three or four days, isn't it?
0: Yeah. Um, yep. One thing that... I, I'm not going to review I'm not going to waste time. <laughs> well, not waste time, you know what I mean. On <laughs> who's got time to waste? Um, but yeah. um, he... Like, my problem with this series... It, the, well, at this point anyway... Um, I don't think flashbacks are necessary anymore. They sort of hindered the plot more than moved it forward this series. Yeah. there wasn't a massive amount of need Like I li- I, I liked before when the, the plot was what the, the flashbacks were used to establish characters like you had some great ones like the Chinese lady the aggressive Chinese yeah, lady a yeah. very short one her her well it uh, used
1: to be used just to show you how they got put in prison but yeah. this series is all about what made them the way they were yeah rather like, than prison yeah yeah
0: and it's a bit weird it didn't feel right mm. to have them still and also there was that you know the woman that gets passed around there was that yeah. awful flashback where she was just like her, she caused the death of her friend yeah and then she was just like, eh.
1: comes back in a later episode where someone's peeing. She goes, "I've got weird problems about peeing." Yeah,
0: and I was just like, "Why would you?" It's because she's
1: a bit of a sociopath. It's She does show that she doesn't care.
0: Yeah, it was just really strange. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, like, it's a good series. I I think Orange is the New Blacks are not going to have as long as they wanted to in it because they're getting thin now. I think like it's going to be two more seasons and then it's going to start just. I think it was always
1: planned for the next series to be the last one, it.
0: No, they they had like it was originally only going to be three. Was it? Yeah, I think, yeah. and they stretch yeah. it out for two extra. Um, but the last series wasn't very good. It was only the last four or five episodes and the first two that were really, really good. There's a lot of filler in the mm. last series, so it's nice to have a series where it's condensed story-wise. But I think that um, a lot of the shit with the girls that were trying to go viral, yeah. who inadvertently did cause for more Pixar. change, yeah. yeah, who inadvertently did cause more change than the people actually like going and doing violent things and saying they were going to change stuff. Um, at the same time, like, I think there should have been less time dedicated to that. And it should have been like a thing at the end where they're like, they're like, Oh, everybody's coming in. They're meeting our demands. Like, they're doing all this stuff. And it's like, Oh, yeah. Look, see, it works, ladies. Violence works. And then the people that were being violent arrested, like a lot of them are taken and put them into like a stronger correctional facility. And it turns out that those three are like a bit like internet celebrities outside. Hmm. And you don't see the impact of it. It turns out, Oh, they've all gone viral because of all the shit. They would, that'd be nice. Like a, like a little bit held back. But because it was, like, constant, they were checking online and all that shit, and, like, and they kept coming back to them and giving them stuff to say, and all they were saying was, oh, shit, we've gone viral, let oh, more people review... That made it irritating, and it made it too much, like, oh, okay, well, you can shut the fuck up about this now. You don't need to show them later on. But it'd be nicer if they cut back on those characters.
1: They were building up their relationship the whole way through it, though, because they get torn apart. Mm. Old Floritza. Can't have them getting torn apart. Because mm. they got their whole friggin' lesbian thing going on that's I never said. mm they the blades,
0: yeah. I um I Especially liked from Maritza. I liked the um I liked Posse's ex girlfriend. Pusey, Poussé. Pusey's ex girlfriend, and the Fred that she had with um with uh, the ginger lady, Red. Yeah, no, not Red. Um, the younger ginger lady, ex drug addict. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah they, they, they interacted were, a bit. Yeah, more her from American stuff. Pie. Yeah.
1: One of the many people from American Pie, and also actually
0: oddly enough, um, American Pie Lady in her relationship with a religious lady, yeah, who was straight before and in love with that bloke oh, and had the kid, L- 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 yeah, yeah, and they've got like a hint of romance now. I really like that. That was really well done. That was yeah. really su- suc- well, that's subtle That's been going on for the whole show. I know, I know, yeah. and it's really subtle They're still playing that game. They're not fucking. They're not going. Oh, throw it at the screen. They're yeah. just playing in the back. Like I wouldn't be surprised if in the next episode they had like a little kiss. And, like, it was like, we've been doing this for months, and it's like the first time we've done this in front of loads of people. So I just, I'm a bit shy. Like, I, I'd like if they hinted, like, if they were like, they get together, we didn't make a big thing. I don't want to make it a big thing because there's all these people that are in relationships. Obviously, it's in a situation where everybody's a human being. They, they care about each other. They want closeness.
1: But yeah, what matters is, is more lesbian scenes, please. That's what the show's about. The main cast never get naked anymore in this show, do they? You're disappointed about that, aren't you?
0: not really no. more about the story at this point <laughs> I was a bit disappointed that Ruby Rose got naked in that I'm not no like not because I don't want to see yeah, her naked last just because it didn't really service the plot in any way
1: yeah but they only had Ruby Rose for a short time so they got to just
0: bang through the motions
1: yeah get through everything they can yeah yeah. but um, yeah that was as good Um, old, um was it what's her face Laverne Cox Oh, and nice great. little arcs and stuff in awesome that awesome in it yeah I, really I love like that, that she gets herself taken to Max to you know because she wants to go see how the nun is she oh, purposely yeah. walks out and gets grabbed to Max Max then finds out the nurse got released on compassionately yeah the nun and she's like oh shit okay <laughs> <laughs> I'm here Max now. Okay now yeah, yeah. I'd be interested to see what the next series is like I reckon what will probably happen is they all get dragged to the other prisons what's her face who's you know hidden as a prisoner the you know the counterfeit cunt Connecticut <laughs> yeah um because they all the all their records have been burned they've got no records of what they're in for how long they've been yeah. in paper i reckon they'll just basically oh well, we're just going to chuck them all back into litchfield yeah because we can't sort them and we haven't got if they haven't got papers for her they can't prove she's not a prisoner yeah so yeah they're just going to chuck them all back and then you know they'll have to rely on someone going okay she's not a prisoner she's had enough now but um it'd be kind of funny if she just end up being a prisoner for the whole show <laughs> mm. <laughs> from then on But no one questions it. No no one from her family asks.
0: It'd be good if the next series, she actually, she like for the first six episodes, she's like, I'm not a prisoner. I just want to be set free. She keeps trying to call her family and stuff like that. And then eventually it's a point where her husband's like, I've divorced you. I'm not willing to tell them who you are. Or she gets
1: out and instantly commits a crime and gets put in prison.
0: No, no, I reckon reckon they should. They should have a snap and then she's a serial killer in prison. Nice. Yeah, twist it. (laughs) Go from comedy to terror. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. Pennsucky was quite good in the whole series as well she's always fun you know the um, the southern girl who's like she's in love with one of the guards and Boo is always looking after her the one who's got the really thick accent and the oh yeah this yeah the gosh, one yeah. who had her teeth knocked out Yeah, series yeah 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 Piper knocked her teeth out yeah. Yeah. yeah
0: she had a weird flirtation with lesbianism this one as well
1: yeah she always does she's sort of back and forth it's the whole thing yeah. with her she doesn't really know what she is what she is yeah
0: I like the fact that she had flirtation with a lesbian with a woman who's clearly way too intelligent to be in prison. Mm. The chubby lady who yeah. uh, gets the guard's outfit. Not the guard's outfit. She gets the uh, warden's outfit, doesn't she? She gets yeah. like the suit. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, boo's great. Yeah. <laughs> I love her. Um, yeah, all right. Uh, yeah. Okay, cool. My next review this week um, is going to be a game on Android. I know, right? How the
1: mighty have fallen. Is it a freeze play game?
0: Yeah. Oh, right. What is it? All right. So you've played, you've played Adventure Capitalist. Yeah. Yeah. And you've played Cookie Cluck, Cookie Clicker.
1: Yeah. I used to play that when I was yeah. working at Gala Call. Well,
0: I? there's a new game that <laughs> combines both those ideas plus a pedometer oh. called Walk-a-mon. Wankamon. Wankamon? Wankamon. W-O-K-O-M-O-N. Oh, right. Okay. So I did a 70k run last weekend, which is why we didn't do the podcast because I was all about the place and I wasn't really here a lot of it. So I did a seventy k run walk last weekend. You're right. Yeah, um, I did a seventy k run walk last weekend. I went from Guildford to Bryan. It was arduous, horrible. It was on one of the hottest days of the year. I was a fucking state. It was awful. Yeah. Um, but we did it. We did it. ten and a half hours. It's pretty impressive. I had a lot of fun during that time. Before I before I went, I wanted to get a game that made it a bit more fun to be walking that distance or going yeah. that distance. And I
1: sold my Pikachu pedometer. 10 you ages Pikachu ago, so you know. I
0: couldn't use that. But um, yeah. I was I was looking at Life RPG. Do you remember that thing? No. Life RPG was a game that hooked up to Fitbit software and eventually as you walked you were exploring dungeons and stuff. All right. And then as you walked you would find items and stuff and the more distances it was all randomly generated. It just had like a long string of data. And every so often you would come yeah. you would come to a point where it asked you if you want to go left or right. Hmm. And if you kept walking at that impasse you would just keep walking down the same and it would just ignore it to keep going. Um and it was quite good it was a, a really good idea. Sadly I can't fucking get it to work on lgg LG 5 but I found another one that was recommended called Wakamon so Wakamon is a Tamagotchi style it's a Tamagotchi style thing where you have a planet and you have a monster mm. so your planet and your monster can be leveled up by either collecting diamonds which will level up your planet and your clothes your monster and you know other bits and pieces like you know stuff that will increase the amount of XP you get per step and then as you step you can level up your monster yeah and you can buy planets to give you more XP per step because they're harder to travel around. So you get like deserts and moons and stuff. And then you can level your monster up, which will give you more gems to buy more clothes, to level to add to the amount of steps, you know, add to the amount of XP you get per step, and so on and so forth. It's just a tap away game and you can do it. And it's just like a fucking fidget we spinner. You have to leave the house. You can, yeah, you leave that. So you, walk, you can have it on your day-to-day. So you can just do like whatever you do, walking to town and mm. whatever you do, walking back. And it just counts it using your Google Fit, so you don't even have the need to have the app running. Yeah. You can just go on your Google Fit and go sync, and it will sync up to your Google Fit, and it will take the steps you've done, and then it will give you experience.
1: What if I don't want to walk? If you don't want to walk,
0: then you don't play the game. Probably oh. you can just amass you can just amass diamonds at a really slow rate, and then use them to buy a better planet. Nice, and then maybe go for a walk once later on, yeah. or not ever. <laughs> you know who cares who the fuck <laughs> cares it's, it's fine it's a yeah. game it's free it encourages kids to get out there it combines tamagotchis and everything else that we know nowadays and that's kind of cool Um I I don't mind it doing a 70k on it was was weird because you instantly level up 150 times <laughs> so you're instantly like they're just oh I can keep leveling up can I can I can keep leveling up okay cool cool oh and I got uh, you get loads of bonuses you're like oh shit I've got a load of diamonds I can use <laughs> those for shit and then just fucking stupid amounts of stuff just start pouring away Obviously, not everyone's going to do that amount of distance walking, so it's probably a more balanced game if you're doing it that way. Yeah, but, um, you
1: should take it on your 100k. Yeah, I know, right?
0: <laughs> but all in all, I enjoyed it. I think yeah. it's quite good. Um I'd recommend it. It's free, and it encourages... If you've got kids and they've got a phone and you want to encourage them to go out walking... It's a good way of doing yeah,
1: it. Just um, to keep going in that direction until you're level 100. Yeah. Don't come back.
0: Imagine imagine Pokemon Go if Pokemon Go didn't encourage you to look at your phone constantly.
1: Or to trespass on
0: public property. Or to trespass. Yeah. What's nice is if you're not walking about and you are just sitting there with your phone you can just tap it and that gives you diamonds like yeah. cookie clicker like adventure clicker. I can do that. Yeah. You can just do that and then you get diamonds you can be watching something it doesn't take a lot it's just one tap. Yeah. And then you get bonuses every so often as you open a chest you get some more. I like bonuses. You know? it's quite good it, like like I said it's not anything complex it's just yeah. something nice and easy you can chuck on your phone don't need to pay a lot of attention you can sync and it'll sync for days so it'll be like it syncs for days does it? syncs for days motherfucker yeah. you've got any fidget spinner games yet no oh. no fuck no um, GTA 5 that's a fidget, a fidget spinner game yeah they've got fidget spinners in GTA 5 now oh awesome um, so yeah, so I, I recommend it's free. I I don't I don't really want to give it a rating because it depends on how much you walk. Like ad says, if you don't walk, then it's no good to you. Uh, but if you do, then it's probably going to be a little bit of fun, something to distract you every so often. And your review?
1: I'm just looking at the official fidget spinner app. Is it? There's a fidget spinner app. You, you count spins, and I'm guessing you level up by spinning your fidget spinner. All right. Did you see? Did you see? um Oh, what was the friggin' band? They put a thing out saying, please don't buy brand fidget spinners with our brand on it. We haven't authorized any. We will be bringing out our own official one soon. <laughs> <It's> Kiss. was like, <laughs> like three doors down or something oh, like that. What? Yeah. If you go crazy, it's, then
0: we'll use two It's like three through. doors
1: down on Modest Mouse or something oh, like that. Modest Mouse. And they're just like, yeah, don't buy these fidget spinners. They're not authorized. We will be bringing our own fidget spinners out. <laughs> I just want, I want that, I want Tool to say the exact same thing. <laughs> <laughs> tall fidget spinner made of bone and flesh
0: I want um, I want what was the band that did um, Here Without You don't know uh, Creed Creed oh, well. I want Creed to bring out Christian ones
1: you say that song of all the Creed songs
0: I'm here without you baby arms open right, still. I'm my lonely man I'm here without you baby I love Jesus Christ he's on my mind isn't
1: those other ones a <laughs> I
0: You're
1: thinking
0: of um. If I could, then I could, i go you know who did?
1: It's been a while since I have said that I was not addicted That's all. Don't tell. Stained. Stained. If you want to have a really good listen to stain, just search on YouTube. I created a playlist of stains. It's been a while, ten times in a row, <laughs> plus once live. <gasps> <laughs> It's the ultimate party author. soundtrack <laughs> I'm
0: trying to think of other awful 90s Christian <sighs> bands The Newsboys News Have you heard The Newsboys? No, I've heard
1: The Choir Boys But they're not a Christian band
0: uh, The Newsboys are a band from the film God's Not Dead
1: Oh, that's a classic Classic Thank film Kevin Sorbo, cinema, Cinematic artwork mm. <laughs> Right, what should I review? Third thing I could review the new series of Archer I say new series It's been on ages ago Series 8 Archer Dreamland
0: oh yeah I've seen it yeah
1: I watched it uh, basically today pretty much because it's on Netflix now isn't yeah, it yeah there's only 8 episodes it was real quick to get through <laughs> I love the uh, the
0: ongoing um, the ongoing weed joke with um... just drop on load on I love floor. the I love the weed joke with um... fuck what's the gay guy's name Oh, Ray. Yeah, I love Ray's ongoing weed where It's like, oh, God, this is only the second time I've ever smoked marijuana and it smells great. (laughs) The Police (laughs) are just around the corner. But yeah, new series
1: of Archer. Like, the previous series ended with Archer getting shot a whole bunch of times and falling in the pond. And it answers the question, he is still alive. But then it completely ignores any carry-on from that because the entire series is set in Archer's head as he's in a coma and he's dreaming about being a 1950s detective Solving the mystery of who murdered Woodhouse because Woodhouse has died in the real, the real world, world as well. Because yeah. the actor died a few years ago, didn't he? Mm. And um, they were sort of like, they had an impersonator for like one or two bits mm. in the previous series. Um, but now they've killed Woodhouse off. And they give a little, at the end of the series, is a little George Coe. who's the guy who did his voice. I think he's George Coe. Um, but yeah, this whole series is just like a little mini story thing. And it could potentially go into the next series as well because it doesn't actually end this story. It just kind of. Just keeps going. They tell, they, they conclude this story but they don't go back to the real world as mm. it were. Um, but yeah, the whole series is basically arches in there. Every character is a sort of version of the character Barry. from the real world. Yeah. Barry, Barry gets his robot arms and legs. Yeah. <laughs> um, stuff like that. Loads of classy Terminator references in that. Yeah. There's like that one episode where it's just like constant Terminator references where there's stuff like, um, they're going to do the exchange at the observatory in LA, which is the one where the Terminator first appears in Terminator, the original film where he kills Bill Paxton and, mm. uh, who's the big guy Brian something or the other the one who played Shao Kahn in Mortal Kombat Annihilation and he was the uh, one of the alien bounty hunters in X-Files Brian something can't remember his name I've seen him he was massive yeah Brian Yusner let's say Brian Yusner the director of,
0: of Return of the Living Dead part 3
1: <laughs> yeah and uh, what's the really awesome film Society classic I was going to say Guyver no he didn't direct Guyver Guyver he produced Guyver was directed by um, Screaming Mad Bill Williams Bill what his name is Screaming Mad George that's the guy Special effects guy. Mark was in it. Yeah, Mark Hamill, classic. Because watched it a Locus couple weeks Man. ago. Watched, watched it a few weeks ago. It's a
0: classic film. Because of Locust Man. Yeah. And uh, Yerk.
1: Yeah. Anyway, they're not Yerk. They're Zonoids. Yerks. Yeah. Anyway, um, this series of Archer's just really good fun. More silliness. Mm. Um, no Danger Zone references because the series is set in 1947. But there was a mistake reference. I'm going to question their references. They reference a film called I Walked With a Zombie... When they refer to Joe Figgis waking up out of a... out of They were, he gets locked inside one of those Mm -hmm. things in a morgue. Now, zombies in the 1950s weren't undead. They were people who were mind-controlled by someone else. Voodoo magic, controlling people and making them do their stuff. That's what a zombie was then. Zombies, as in the undead zombies, which they're referring to him being, didn't really exist until George Romero literally invented... 1965. Yeah, with Night of the Living Dead. Okay, so that's a mistake, Adam Reed. You fucked up. You fucking messed up your references. This is serious internet business. But um, yeah, it was fun series. The whole thing is like he's, when it's the typical arch of fashion. He's trying to investigate why Woodhouse died. Ends up going off the rails. Like the investigation ends up leading him towards kidnapping um, Chinese whores being taken and um, held up inside Pam's. Or poovie than everything. What do you expect to
0: name? do? Die with a bunch of your Chinese whores mm-hmm. hanging around you as if they're some sort of happy family? No. Because the flashback <laughs> yeah. of her
1: age one thousand one hundred. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But um yeah, really good series.
1: I like the um the big old what is his name? I think they called him Zerk or something like that. The big bodyguard was basically the um Ocelot, wasn't he? Oh yeah. Yeah. The whole series was basically just him going like an ocelot. Um Ziegler being friggin' you know, mental, with his blooming contraptions, his cat with its robot legs that keeps licking itself.
0: Oh, yeah, I love that. Oh, <laughs> just sit there and do nothing then, I
1: guess. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I like the whole thing with the flashback of him in the 1940s where he was, like, basically killing every single one of the guys they made, the super soldiers, just to waste Nazi yeah. money. <laughs> I thought that was quite smart. Um But, yeah, really good series. It's a shame it's really short. Like, eight episodes, but apparently they're, like, they're not doing as many episodes now so they can up the production quality and stuff like that, which is cool, because it is, like, you know, they had to completely redesign everything in this series. Like, you know, it is, the whole series was entirely new costumes, new sets, new everything, and I they've like- been trying to mix up Archer the last few years to keep it fresh, haven't they? Hmm. But um, did they get back at the spy office? I can't remember. I'm sure there's a bit where they go back to it, like, after yeah, Archer Vice. anymore. Isn't it? No. Well, no, it's not called ISIS, no, because it's probably a bad idea to have a. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, good series. Series 9 will probably be on in America soon, I'll see it in a year. Yeah. <laughs> on Netflix when but they Mike get
0: ready. You'll do just download it and watch it all. That's. Buy on, supporting Voodoo, buy on Voodoo for $6 and then watch it all. That's how, yeah, how I do so. Anyway, so uh, is my review.
1: Sure, why not? What, what are you going to review now? Oh, shit, there's a middle. I'm gonna get content ID'd for that So
0: I watched I played a game Recently Can you guess what that game was? One sec Do you want another hint? Do you want another hint At what the game was? One sec One sec Fucking Wi-Fi Um
1: Dance, Dance Revolution Euro Mix Volume Two.
0: So fucking close! It's Tekken Seven. Oh right. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so anyway, I I bought Tekken Seven on day of release. Of course, I fucking did. I love Tekken, so I bought Tekken Seven uh, day of release. And um, what was I surprised by? What do you think I was surprised by? Um, hmm.
1: no, gone. No, gone no. was gone.
0: It's a good game ah. on a on a current gen console because I can't call it next gen anymore because it's current gen. On a current-gen console, it's a good fighting game. Yay,
1: yeah, there's a lot of them. Uh, Street Fighter V is good, it's just, you know, wasn't finished. Super broken. Um, Smash Brothers, it's a great game. Smash Brothers is uh, a last gen. Persona 4 Ultimax.
0: Uh, last gen.
1: And you see that new fucking fighting game they're making? Arc what, the Persona 5? No, they're making Dragon Ball Z FighterZ. Oh, yeah, that looks that cool. That's fucking crazy. But anyway, that's not how.
0: <laughs> yet. That's not out yet. We've got Tekken. Tekken 7, finally. Kingdom Fighting Games is back.
1: Are we going to bring back Ballerina to Shinden? I don't know. <laughs> but Tekken Seven.
0: It's a Tekken Seven. So Tekken Seven's so an odd one because hmm. Tekken Seven is technically Street uh, Tekken Street Fighter.
1: Is it?
0: Okay, so let me take you back about five, six years, four years, five years, three years. Uh, there been a game called Street Fighter X Tekken. We thought yeah. there was going to be a Tekken X Street Fighter. You remember? They those still days? say it's in development. They still say it's in development. But Street Fighter X Tekken wasn't really a Street Fighter X Tekken game. It was just Street Fighter with some fucking Tekken characters in it, wasn't it? Yeah. Just twisted them, shaped them, made them their own wasn't really on. I bought that game under the guys I was gonna get to play as fucking haranguing. Just kick the living fuck out of some street Fighter people, with some technical kicks. Didn't get that. Mm. I got Street Fighter game, Street Fighter characters, different skins. move yeah. a little bit a couple of changed moves.
1: I'd rather have Tekken of v Virtual Fighter.
0: So actually it's a pretty yeah. good idea. Or well, actually no Tekken versus Virtual Fighter 4? Not 5. Specifically. Yeah, because 5 <laughs> was the weird one that was like online only and you only got like four really? characters. Yeah, it was the one that was a bit like Killer Instinct. Nah,
1: Virtua Fighter 5 is a regular, regular Virtua Fighter no, game.
0: No, it's Last Round last round or whatever they called it.
1: No, that's Dead or no, Alive. Is it thinking. Dead or Alive? I'm thinking yeah. of, oh they shit. They did Dead or Alive. They did an online version of yeah. the retail game, yeah. but they made a free-to-play version of it.
0: That's why I was thinking, sorry. Yeah. No, you're right. No, that, that'd be good. Um, so anyway, so yeah, Tekken Tekken 7... There's a hidden character. Well, not hidden. He's in the main story. He's in all the advertising. I think he's even on the front cover. Yeah. Uh, Akuma. Yeah. Has entered the round. Oh. And not only does Akuma work in Tekken, he works with the exact same moveset as he has in Street Fighter. Nice. So he even <laughs> has the counter circle. Is that like a really awkward yeah, finishing move? Shuru, thing? Uh, the yeah. Haruken. He yeah. does the Shuruken. Does the, the tornado kick. The Tetsumaki so, Senpiraki. Does it all. Oh. and instead of having now there's a special meter in Tekken which I'm against I don't like the special meter as much as some people praised it they said like it's a game changer I think that it's a game not game
1: changer special meters are like standard in no, fighting no, games no no but you
0: know in like Tekken before you didn't have special meters yeah. Tekken's you had grabs and you had moves and you had to counter and block and do everything you know you had to do the shit yeah um, and there were some characters that would be instead of having um, instead of having low and high counters they'd have sweepaways. instead of having uh, punch counters you would have just a block, and then other characters you could block and grapple, and some some even had like uh, blocking grapples, and they had like um, they had uh, uh, counter grapples and things like like someone like King. King's one of the most versatile characters in the game because he's a power hitter, hmm. but then he's got a lot of grapples that can you know affect someone in the air, can affect someone when they're leaning down, you can affect hmm. people when they're on the floor, you can do running. Yeah, grapples. you're supposed
1: to keep him at a distance when you fight King because he's got no ranged. Moves. He has
0: fucking massive amount of range. He's no, he has a launching kick that goes, like, halfway across the screen.
1: Yeah, but it's not the same as, like, it is. fireballs
0: and he shit. Has, he has a launching kick that's half across... Yeah, but you don't have a lot of fireballs in Tekken. We should have lots of fireballs. No, you shouldn't have lots of fireballs. You know why? King of fighters, not king of fireball shooters. Akuma has fireballs. Akuma does have fireballs. They should have put in Dan game. in it. Dan? Yeah, from Street Fighter. With the big hair?
1: no Dan's got a ponytail he's oh one, yeah purple he's the one who's got infinite taunts so you can just keep yeah. hitting taunt he goes ah, yeah,
0: the yeah. purple version of um, no pink version the shit version of, of Ken yeah, and Roy really Ken, yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway so yeah so um, it works really <laughs> well Kuma's really good in it but anyway the game itself is is uh, it's the classic game everyone knows and loves you've got your favourite character they're all in there there's loads of characters straight off the bat there's a couple of hidden I think yeah. That's cool, they they can unlock. I missed unlocking fighters on the last one because it just gives you them all at once. Yeah. So it's nice that you can unlock them again. It's a bit like Super Smash Bros I really like playing Super Smash Bros over and over again so I can unlock all the characters and give them a go. On this one, I guess it's the same thing, and that's exciting to me. I haven't unlocked everyone yet, but um I've played my fair deal of my six favourite characters. I'm a fan of Dragonov, mm-hmm. I like Miguel, I like King, Armor King, I like um I it's like Lee Fang's still in it. Lee Fang's still in it, I like awesome. I, and I like Brian.
1: Oh like yeah, he a weird zombie guy isn't he? He's, uh, he's like of. an android. Yeah, he's, he's
0: essentially a mercenary who got shot he's got down. Got a bunch of bullet holes in him, is not he? Yeah, he was yeah. a mercenary who got who got like shot up by the Mishima Corporation, who brought yeah. him back using the Jack Five program. Yeah, so he's not like he's not he's still human, but he's got like metal arms and like. Parts yeah. of his body are android now, uh, but he's got mad. anyway. like his he, one of his things is that he'll grab you. and he'll like, <laughs> well, That's like one of his finishing things. Just um, laughs. Yeah, just like you laugh like a mad person. Laughs like a manic person. It just
1: makes the other person really uncomfortable. Yeah, so like, they quit. Like,
0: oh my god, should I really punch this guy? I feel kind of bad. Uh, yeah. But anyway, uh, it's it's fucking incredible. Online as why it works really well. I had a lot of fun. I've beaten a few people. I've lost a couple of matches. Sometimes I there are a few more of those characters that I'd say. Shouldn't be in tournaments. Like, wouldn't be a fair character in a tournament. You know, like um, I don't know if you ever had Devil Jin. Did you play a lot of the ones with Devil Jin in it's them? In Tekken Three, one De- Devil He was in was Tekken one. Three, yeah. Like, yeah, blue dude. Yeah, yeah, wings. Yeah. He could fly and like, could shoot Tekken, lasers. Was it Tekken Two? Tekken 2? Two. I think it was Tekken Two because you had. I oh, was Devil Kazuma in Tekken Angel, Two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I devil Jin was the same character, but yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. Um, Ogre was the guy in Tekken Three. The really big stupid yeah, one that was, was shit Yeah, they needed
0: his <laughs> blood to bring back. I don't remember it's
1: fun fighting when you're gone.
0: It was, it was It was Ogre you needed the blood of Ogre <coughs> to bring back Jimpachi it was the Hihachi's father yeah and Hihachi was Jin Jun and uh, that's the last time I
1: really played him was Tekken 3 cause okay. it's a classic
0: it's a great game it's a freaking classic but anyway so Tekken 7 is great I really enjoyed it the story mm. mode's a bit shitty but they always are in fighting games.
1: Yeah, it took, I didn't realise until years they're supposed to be set in the future. Yeah. I, I was like, really? This I just thought it was just some tournament thing. This one's quite fun. Weird characters.
0: This one's fun because if you've played all the other Tekken story modes...
1: It's as good as the Tekken film.
0: No. I actually quite enjoy the sequel. I, I don't mind the sequel. The sequel is dog shit. I haven't
1: seen it, but have apparently you know? it's like super low budget in it. And yeah, it's yeah. weird. Doesn't but even th-
0: have, doesn't have Brian Goss in it. Yeah,
1: but the first film's like no worse than Mortal Kombat. No. It's, it's like it's, it's kind it's that of level. better than Mortal
0: Kombat, because the fights are pretty fucking <laughs> Gary good. Gary Daniels is in it. Yeah. So, there's some really good fights in it. Yeah. Yoshimitsu's in that as well. Yeah. And he's in this as well. It's pretty cool. Nice. Um, but anyway, so yeah, there's like... The fun thing about the story is if you've played all the other Tekken games like me, if you're a big Tekken fan... I love these games.
1: You say that you've been taken by storm by it.
0: <laughs> no, it's Tekken me to my limit. Ah, one more time. Yeah, yeah. it's not like Taken. Uh, taken. It's not <laughs> like Tekken two. Tekken to the. Started Liam Neeson. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's King. Yeah. Just someone, someone just digitally put fucking King's mask on Liam Neeson in every scene of Taken. yeah they call it Tekken Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Blaine. Thanks, Good guys. Blaine good play bye guys look how much that's peaking, that's
1: making the audio buzz
0: they're going to Barbados
1: yeah yeah that's not getting removed by the uh, noise removal no it yeah. is not
0: uh, anyway yeah so Tekken 7 I recommend it to almost everyone if you're a fan of fighting games if, you, if you're looking for the the next gen big thing because I know that Street Fighter didn't come to every concert it came to PS4 yeah they're
1: saying that they're going to do a um, an update for Street Fighter 5 that's going to be like called the hyper edition or something it's going to be everything in one go Yeah, like so they'll do a version of that that they'll release, and you can just buy it. I think
0: that it's it's the problem that they've had with every Street Fighter game up until this point. Street Fighter Four. They
1: try to modernize them, but they're scared to actually do it right. The problem
0: with the problem with like Street Fighter for the last five years has been that every time they release a Street Fighter (laughs) game, they release a Street Fighter game, then they release the Ultra edition, then they release the Hyper edition, then you've got the Ultra Hyper edition, and it's like. I get that that was that was a thing you needed to do back in the '90s because you couldn't upgrade cartridges. Well, no, no did. they
1: did it in the '90s because people kept modifying the arcade cabinets to play how they wanted them to play. Yeah. So you'd get like Ryu firing tons of fireballs and shit like that. Yeah. So they started doing like turbo editions and coming up with crazier yeah. characters and stuff like that. But, but you um, don't need yeah. to
0: do that now because you can just update your files on your games. Yeah, like if if. If it got to the point where Tekken was doing that, if there was like a Tekken Hyper Edition where you had to buy it and, and it had like a bunch I of think shit, it,
1: c- the closest they've ever come to redoing a Tekken game was Tekken Tag was essentially a a sort of upgrade of Tekken Three, wasn't it? Yeah, because it basically used a modified version of the arcade well, engine, and then the p- p- console version of Tekken Tag is like a real jump up. But if yeah. you play the arcade version of Tekken Tag, it's, it's literally just, Tekken yeah. Three. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, yeah. and I also Tekken
0: Two, Tekken Two was essentially the same game as Tekken uh, Tekken Tag One
1: first tech, oh, Tekken yeah. Tag 2 yeah, yeah. it was just like a Tekken, remake Tekken 2 was on a different arcade board to Tekken 1
0: yeah Tekken's uh, no Tekken Tag Tournament 2 was just a remake yeah. of Tekken Tag was Tournament it 1, oh, essentially blind. yeah yeah like a lot of the stuff that was still in there a lot of the like the hidden little shit was still in there did you play
1: there? the 3DS one
0: yeah it was actually it was pretty right. solid yeah and it played
1: yeah. better if you turned off the 3D
0: <laughs> it didn't just play better it was running at 60 frames per second when you yeah. played it with the 3D on it just looked really dodgy yeah. and misty it had a weird ghosting effect yeah. in it uh, but I really liked. I really liked Tekken on the three DS. Yes. Um, but yeah, all, all together, this is this is you know a great fighting game. I always buy Tekken games. I've always liked the Tekken games. Because you're a mug. Not because I'm a mug. <laughs> I just I fucking love these games. Yeah. I I every time there's something slightly different. Like in Tekken six. I know
1: you mock FIFA players for wanting to buy their football games every yeah, year. Yeah, but that's once a year. Yeah. Like this is
0: once every four, five. I don't years.
1: Think there's a FIFA game every like five or six years. People yeah. People get hype. Yeah. Just think they'll, get, they'll finally be done with their FIFA Ultimate Team after five years of investing.
0: Oh, that'd be upsetting. You can't it? carry them over. No, you can carry them over but they can only go gold now they've got super gold and ultra gold. You
1: can carry your teams over and start off with golden teams. Here's the super gold team. This yeah. is like the starting level.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's what you should do. But um, no, I... You I, get
1: one free pack to help you get to...
0: I really rate I really rate Tekken. I think it's great. I, I fucking loved playing as king. The, hmm. the thing that I found most surprising is I played Tekken, Tekken 4 on the PS2 not long ago. Yeah, I played it for a long time That's an odd one that me, it's kind of
1: yeah. like um, It didn't have infinite arenas did it? It had no. like bounded walls and stuff yeah.
0: But me and my friend broke it out We had a game of Tekken 4 And Tekken 4 still feels pretty good playing yeah. it. But um, I jumped into this And the last game I played was obviously Tekken 6 And that was what four years ago? Three years ago? Yeah And that was the last time I really played it And in between then I've had a few games on Tekken Tag Tournament 2 But like I said Tekken Tag Tournament 2 It's a weird feeling game Hmm. so when you go into the like the newest numbered game from the tekken series and you can just pick it up and it feels kind of good to play and you're not like completely lost and you're pulling off some pretty good moves and hmm. you're like you can find the controls again you can find those you're moves playing you're on missed. an xbox pad yep
1: gross
0: wrong with the xbox one pad
1: ps1 playstation pad is the perfect pad no for tekken. i don't i really don't like the i always PS4 held it sideways pad.
0: and oh you mean the old playstation pad
1: yeah that's how i used to play them like oh. sideways on, rest it on my knee, use my fingers on the face buttons. Well, I've
0: got the Power A Pro, haven't I? And it's yeah. a fairly good controller. Yeah, it's a good all-round controller. Like an arcade stick, man. I don't want an arcade stick. I was never good with arcade sticks. <laughs> I was always better with a controller. Um, but all in all, I'm really enjoying it. I I look forward to playing more online. I think I'm gonna get a little bit into it and then and then get some people over and have like a nice tag it tag excuse to out all the time. Um, yeah, I'm a little bit excited. Is a there a lot of plane flying over? Yeah
1: fucking assholes.
0: One of the cool things is that there's um, there's a load of the VR demo stuff.
1: Oh yeah, I heard there's a VR mode where it's just basically you're the camera angle. Yeah, and you're like... And some people said it makes them feel sick.
0: Yeah. (laughs) But there's loads of like VR stuff that people did where they mocked up what they thought it was going to be for the PS4. Yeah. And apparently (laughs) apparently one of the things that someone did was a fight where they're a fight where they're seeing from the perspective of the guy Oh, no, yeah, what, face? like the Street Fighter Ultron yeah. Switch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it sounds really cool. I want to see it. Mm. Yeah. I recently bought an Ocul- Oculus Rift DK1. How stupid I? of you. £30? Yeah. It's not bad. £30. Pound.
1: You can sit in your room now watching your porn on DK. Oh, that's going to be great.
0: Yeah. I can use a controller to float around like a submersible in the sea.
1: You don't want to be touching the controller at the same time as you're yeah, watching I your porns.
0: Yeah, I do. Gross. I won't use the Power cool. 8, I'll use like a Wii. <laughs> we remote <laughs> I've got yeah. the dick in my hand <laughs> Flinging it around Oh lovely Helicopter yeah. Meat spin Yeah It's like meat spin No the DK1 didn't have Any of that stuff though yeah. But I only bought it I bought it just because It was 30 quid It's brand new and boxed so I thought it would be a good laugh <laughs> Guru Larry bought one as well And I was like Yeah fuck it I will follow his two on this one 30 quid
1: Yeah Blimey People trying to get rid Of those old ones
0: Well it's Some like It's some IT company They just had A fuck ton of them They were selling online It's not like normal yeah. people Yeah it was just they were all going I think Look, still got people
1: some. who work in IT are normal people okay
0: um, yeah I think it's it's not yeah there you
1: go right well, it's it's it showing me something on your phone on a yeah sorry on a on an audio podcast
0: so yeah they come in all box and stuff they come in the hard case yeah, and shit nice so we'll have a go with that when it arrives that'll be funny yeah your computer's VR ready isn't it
1: yeah 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 sure
0: we've just got to get some big googly eyes
1: yeah, obviously, like like Adam's got this. An yeah. yeah,
0: and then if it goes well, then uh, then we can consider maybe investing in something a little bit better. Now uh, VR's weird. I know VR's weird, but I find it pretty interesting. Like even if we even if we just go to the next step and we just get like a cheap DK two, because those go for about seventy quid now. Yeah, and they're not bad. They're like the positional tracking as well. That's what yeah. the DK one's lacking. It's mm. got head tracking, but not positional. Yeah. So we can use this to play like you can play Alien Isolation with the DK one.
1: Nah, I'd rather not. Do you not like Alien Isolation? <laughs> no, I like Alien Isolation. I just don't want to be in VR. with alien yeah, do. Is nice, isn't it? <laughs> anyway, you're done.
0: Yeah.
1: Fuck. Right, okay. Shut up. All
0: right.
1: So, I went to see Transformers the last night. Not last night, it was two nights ago, but it's called The Last Night. Why? So,
0: I've
1: got to describe this.
0: Okay. Why did you go?
1: Because I'm a m- mug.
0: But no, but... No, and No. Why did you go? Because I need. Why did you give Michael Bay your money?
1: I didn't give it to him directly. Half, at least half, of it goes to the cinema. No. Maybe. No. I brought a hot dog while I was there to help the cinema. Oh, why?
0: Because
1: I was hungry. You encouraged more of this. Anyway, right. Transformers. Oh no, I don't
0: feel well, Anne. What did you
1: do? Zip it. Okay. Transformers the last night.
0: Oh.
1: Is a series of images of varying sizes. Displayed on a screen for just under two and a half hours.
0: No, that's not what it is.
1: It is. That is exactly what it is. Um,
0: No, they did a bad thing. (laughs) Right. So, it's possibly... Call it a movie movie and I'll I'll be upset. It's
1: possibly the worst thing I've seen in cinema. No. It's, I mean... After a couple of days thinking about it, I do think it's worse than Revenge of the Fallen. No, which is incredible. The only thing is, see a movie. I'll try and praise it first, right? Shall I try and praise it, yeah, you right? Do, yeah. Special effects look nice in Michael Bay films, don't they? He's usually, I mean, you can't tell what's going on, but they're done well. No, they do nice CGI. Um, Who told you those lies? It's not offensive, like in terms of racism, homophobia, or sexism. It's surprisingly lacking any of that. Which has been a mainstay of Michael Bay films for years. I think maybe after people really complained about why the last Transformers film features a robot shooting a vagina monster because it's too ugly to live. Or why in five minutes into that film there's a gay stereotype. But anyway, so here's what I think the plot was. Um, In ancient times, in the Dark Ages, Merlin helped King Arthur win a decisive battle when he got given this staff... A Transformer Now Transformers Apparently been on Earth Since the Dark Ages At least Maybe longer Right And there's 12 of these knights But you don't really know about it Until the end um, And they turn into a giant dragon And they help King Arthur um, And then Years later In the modern times Transformers are illegal Around the world Everywhere except for Cuba Because Cuba Cuba's alright isn't it
0: This doesn't make any sense already
1: Yeah So No You see Chicago Which you remember Dark of the Moon the classic film dark of the moon Stop
0: saying things that are lies
1: um, in dark of the moon there was a big battle in chicago at the end which was a, went on for about 3 weeks
0: no one remembers any of those movies
1: dark of the moon's actually the only one out of the lot of them that's somewhat watchable it's actually yeah it's coherent it's weird it's got it's got a story arc like characters a character arc in it it's weird why are you talking from from the perspective of Helen
0: Keller i don't know but anyway she's the only person who could sit through those movies
1: she no, she, don't be mean to her.
0: No, she is the only person <laughs> who could put up with those movies. Anyway, and that is the chair doesn't vibrate. So Chicago's like basically vibrate. She'd probably shit herself. She'd hate it.
1: Chicago's basically abandoned, right? Oh, is it? And it's like a transformer graveyard. Oh, is it? And the government's got these TRF troops oh. who, oh. you know, they're they're there to Why stop I transformers. Taste Why can I taste it? You're getting taste in the way of me room. trying to review a film. I'm gonna unplug your phone.
0: No. So. <laughs> Why are you making this happen? So. Why did you pay money? There's
1: a little girl and then some stuff happens. Oh
0: God, he, does he talk about the Romeo and Juliet lore again? No,
1: no, no. Does he fuck
0: me. up when she's in school? No. You're lying to me, no, aren't you? It's not gonna happen. Does a dildo come to life as a robot and it's her boyfriend? No. You're lying, Anne. So I've seen a Michael Bay movie. I'm I trying know- to
1: explain the film. Okay. Shut it. Right? So she gets in some trouble. And K Yeager, that classic character.
0: That's not a real people played. Name. By, played Why by are you Mark Wahlberg. This stuff up?
1: Mark Wahlberg. Who? Mark Wahlberg. Marky Mark.
0: The guy who stabbed a Korean guy in the eyes.
1: Yeah, him. So
0: He's out of prison. Yeah. How did he get out of prison? He's been
1: a famous movie star for a long time. No. Yeah. He's in Boogie Nights. Do you remember Boogie Nights? Yeah, that was a
0: good anyway, movie. Yeah. Anyway, this doesn't sound like a good movie. He finds
1: a Crash Transformer and the Transformer gives him this amulet thing and he's like, I don't want this amulet thing. So he's like, you know, don't give that to me, that's yours. You, he's got respect for them, they're, they're warriors, he likes them. They're not all bad, he knows that. Like, even though they're in bad films, they're not all bad. So he tells them to keep the amulet and then some shit happens and then Josh DeMal turns up, he wasn't in the last one. And, like, you see the amulet, like, sprout legs and start to walk... And then you don't see it for another 20 minutes and Mark Wahlberg's like how did that get here? It's in my car. And then that gets stuck on his arm during an action sequence during about minute five of a 20 minute action sequence and then about 10 minutes later he gets shot and you see the amulet protected him. It's moving around his body. His ripped torso. Um, And then later in the film he stops the Transformer from executing Optimus Prime when the amulet turns into a sword and he just holds the Transformer's sword back and then you never see it again.
0: Why have I got a headache?
1: And it never happens. Why
0: is this
1: happening? So, the film... Michael Bay had three cameras to shoot the entire film with. One of them's an IMAX camera. One's in, like, a 2.85 ratio. I feel hungover. And one's in 16.9. And he... Basically, every single shot, he just grabbed whichever camera he had to hand, nearest, and just shot the scene with that camera.
0: How much money did they pay him?
1: Lots. Lots. Lots of money. Very much. This doesn't sound good. Every single shot in the film... With, I'm no exaggeration. People think I'm exaggerating. No exaggeration. Every single cut in the film goes to a different ratio. No. Like that's not how you make movies. Two people are talking to each other. One's in a sixteen nine ratio. One's in IMAX. I'm gonna be
0: sick.
1: There's sequences where, um, you know what's his face, John Turturro. Um, he's in it. Remember, he's in all the them. Jesus. He's in all the films. Yeah, the Jesus. He's living in Cuba, and he shot all his scenes in a day. Um, and there's a bit where he's on the phone and like there's one camera that's like off to his left a 16.9 and then another one that's in front of him and that's a different ratio and it just cuts between the two there's like and it's no logic I to it taste it like you know you know in the dark night when it switches ratios in the dark night it's because it's going to a massive set piece or they've got an aerial shot and it's like they want you to pay attention to this moment and they make everything bigger for this big action sequence In this film there's like There's shots where It would be perfect for a big shot Like you've got like some massive action thing going on But it's in like compressed widescreen But because it's gone to that From like a IMAX ratio This big set piece shot now looks like utter shit Because it looks tiny
0: That's not why it looks like utter shit yeah. It looks like utter shit because Michael
1: Bay made it uh, Michael Bay made The Rock Okay that's fun The Rock's <gasps> a fun film Bad Boys is a good film <laughs> Michael Bay's capable of making films
0: oh, who, who paid you?
1: No Anyway stop, It was Marvel stop wasn't interrupting it? interrupting things
0: it's Marvel gave you money didn't they?
1: Marvel has nothing to do with
0: this I don't believe you Anyway You're a fucking um, You're a Yes JW
1: The whole film What? Is uh, It's a mess Um, It's incoherent Like What's going on in the plot? I have no idea There's a sequence where the little girl, from you know the one they put on all the trailers? No. About 40 minutes into the film, KJ is like, Right, I've got to go to England, love. So you stay here. And you don't see her again for about an hour. And then she turns up and Cage's like, You got my message. Thanks for coming. And Because she turns up and transforms it. And I do not remember him sending a message. Ugh. I'm pretty sure in the scene before that, he was like miles underground in an undersea ship.
0: I'm pretty sure you've had a stroke about six times whilst telling um, the story, and we're missing massive jumps. No.
1: There's, there's a character in it called Cogman that kids seem to love, apparently. He's a little, small Transformer. Doesn't seem to turn into anything. But there's like a line of throwaway dialogue in the middle of Anthony Hopkins saying stuff where he says he's a headmaster. And in Transformers, headmasters are kind of cool. They're like They're like a little robot that turns into the head for a bigger robot. And the bigger robot and the head work together. In unison. It's like, you know, powered up thing. In this, they just say he's a headmaster and nothing comes of it. Like, they even go, they even had a perfect opportunity where he could have combined with something, but didn't. They went and got a big old submarine.
0: I'm in physical pain.
1: They um, they go to the, you know that submarine that's on the Thames, like no. along the edge of the Thames, museum no. submarine? No. They go to that and you get told by one of the characters it just jumped off its moorings and went into the Thames. But like, you don't see that happen? Like, all this budget? And they don't show the submarine jumping off the dry dock into the Thames. They didn't have the money for that. They showed Bumblebee jumping on it. And then he's on the side of it. And I'm amazed they showed him jumping on it.
0: I'm starting to sweat. I don't feel well.
1: (laughs) So it's like, it's incoherent the whole way through. I feel like
0: epilepsy from listening to you explain the I'm
1: trying to explain stuff. Stop stop being a twat. (laughs) So, um, Stanley Tucci turns up in it again. What? He was in the last one. Um, he plays Merlin in the past. And Kay Jager's now been teamed up with this woman who's the only person who can control the staff because she's one of the last in the line of Merlin's bloodline. And her name is Vivian Wembley. Like, that's apparently a name.
0: No, none of these are people names.
1: And she lives she lives with her mother and a whole bunch of these other women who are obsessed with her getting a boyfriend or girlfriend. They're open to the idea of having a girlfriend. Jesus um... Yeah, it's just the whole film's awful. It's hard to, like... It's weird, because, like, darker than Moon... Not darker of the Moon. Dark of the Moon's watchable. But right. Revenge of the Fallen is bad because it's, like... It's a complete mess of a film. And it's got full of horrible humour that makes no sense. It's got those racist twin robots in it. Yep. And stuff like that. And Age of Extinction's terrible, because other, other than being a bad film. Um, completely mischaracterizes all the transforms. It's full of really weird stuff, like that guy doing the Romeo and Juliet lore thing to excuse oh. you, why he can bang Mark Wahlberg's teenage daughter. Oh, God. Um, you know, and there's the shots that make no sense and it's boring as sin. This one's terrible because it's completely incoherent. Um, they, they like borrow little bits of lore from Transformers from like the comics and other shows and stuff. And it's stuff that like, They were quite cool in those shows. Like, the idea is in this one, um, Earth might transform and destroy itself. It turns out inside Earth is Unicron. And in Transformers Prime, Unicron was buried inside Earth like for centuries and millennia and all this sort of stuff. And he gets resurrected as a giant stone thing. In this, it's like the horns of Unicron are coming out of the Earth. And the bad guy wants to bring Cybertron to Earth to transfer the power and awaken Unicron or something. Um, And she... Brainwashes Optimus Prime in the process, and he says he's Nemesis Prime. In the comics, Nemesis Prime was an actual copy of Optimus Prime, an evil copy. But in this, Optimus Prime just says his name's Nemesis Prime. And then when he stops being Nemesis Prime, he tells you he's Optimus Prime every five minutes. It's like it's the only line of dialogue. They were thinking, what iconic line of dialogue could Optimus Prime say? He can say, I am Optimus Prime. And he says it like 20 times. You never see Optimus Prime transform. Like he just drives He's his, his in truck form In one shot And then the next shot He's not Um It's Nonsense It's absolute nonsense It's just bad Because it's really badly made It's what And you know I said Suicide Squad's The worst edited film That's ever been in a cinema I think As far as big budget films go Like This is I really am struggling To decide whether This is worse or not It might actually be worse Than Suicide Squad In terms of editing Which is Phenomenal Really? Maybe we should applaud it. Like cuz you have to try really hard to be worse to edit a film worse than Suicide Squad. But yeah. So I saw that. Do you want to go see Transformers? You sure you don't want to see last last night? Your your silent response doesn't help on a podcast.
0: I saw the mummy and I thought to myself, I put myself through. I
1: guarantee this is worse than the mummy.
0: Put myself for a difficult situation for the sake of yeah. the podcast, for a bit of journalism. I put myself in the cinema to watch The Mummy. Yeah. And you... I just one-upped you. A proven, now proven, sadomasochist hmm. have decided that you would one-up me Yeah. by watching Transformers 6. Five. What? Yeah. Um, In
1: 2019, we get the Bumblebee film. Oh, Bumblebee's been on Earth for a long time. He fought in World (coughs) War II. There's, like, propaganda posters. Oh, yeah. Anthony Hopkins is part of a family tree called the Witwickans. The Witwickans were the holders of the secrets of the Transformers, right? They've been charged with keeping Transformers secret. Obviously, they've not been very good at it over the last 10 years. Um, But guess who's a member of the Witwickan family? (coughs) Guess, guess who's a member of the Whitwickham family?
0: Simon, okay.
1: Yeah, yeah. You see the family tree of all the past members of the Whitwickams, which include Churchill and stuff like that. All right. And then there's a photo of Sheila Booth with his hair all messed up.
0: Uh, I, need I need to get this information out of my body. No, tough. You're gonna have to go see it in the cinema. No, <laughs> no one should see this. Why did you go see Why did you pay money? Just watch Wonder Woman again You fucking loved Wonder Woman I saw it twice I feel sick Yeah I don't feel well Spider-Man's out
1: soon Then That can't be bad can it I think that might be fun What else we got Is Wait. there anything else There must be something else Films must be good again Surely
0: <laughs> Let's do this I had a
1: see. I had a good run this year Of watching films I enjoyed In the cinema Let's see do move. Like cinema. I liked I liked Power Rangers And I liked Ghost in the Shell
0: I got going to see Mindhorn
1: yeah, Mindhorn, it's good. What else came out this year that was good? Logan. Logan was friggin' superb. Like
0: My laptop refuses to so turn on because no. you told your story.
1: Yeah. What Marvel film came out this year? Doctor Strange. No, that was last year. But it's been, it's been a good run of films this year. I saw Get Out. That was great. That's incredible. Wait, you saw Get yeah. Out? Yeah, I saw Get Out in cinema, yeah. It's
0: a great film. Yeah, absolutely superb film. It's one of my all-time favourite. Like, I
1: don't think movies. I'd... I say like saying a while ago, I don't think I've seen a single film that I would say was bad this year. But like the worst it got was Power Rangers and Ghost in the Shell, and both of those were fun.
0: I didn't like Ghost in the Shell. I liked it. I didn't like Ghost in the no. Shell at all. But I didn't like Ghost in the Shell because I just didn't think it was. I think it was made to be a trailer. <sighs> it was made to be a very pretty thing that could be condensed it's into. Very it, yeah. It's it, very pretty. Yeah. It is very pretty. The plot was. It, you know, even though it was the same plot as the anime, it felt very heartless, didn't it?
1: Yeah, it's robotic and. I know, but even humanity. like.
0: Even the, like. Even the, <laughs> um, Even the anime where it was all about robots, it was very romantic. Yeah. It was almost written biblically. Biblically. Do you know what's
1: biblical? All the crosses on the swords and stuff the Transformers have.
0: (coughs) You have to warn me. (laughs) Have to warn me because my body's going to reject the words you say. So
1: at the end of the last Transformers film, Optimus Prime flew into space going, I'm going to find our creator and kick him in the arse. For ruining no, things. At the end
0: of the last film, he said to some dinosaurs I'm There's a little baby I'm robot, robot dinosaurs as well. Now obey me.
1: Yeah. But that's not the end. That was about an hour from the end when the lot of died. But what? in this one, you know he flies off he flies off and he goes, I'm gonna go to Cybertron no.
0: No.
1: and he doesn't get very far, he's just frozen, but he just crashes on Cybertron. Right. There's a shot in the film where the Transformers are like, Okay, the Decepticons are coming, we're gonna get into a fight. And behind Hound, the one John Goodman voices, there's like one who I—he f- looks like you know, you know those cat construction vehicles, the big yellow ones with the cats in on it. He's got one of them on him in one part, and he's some sort of construction vehicle. But he's just in that shot, and you never see him again. And I—I I, I went, is that a digger transformer? And then you never see it, no, never see it again. Why? Are you what are you doing now? anyway? That's it. That's me done. I've done all four of my reviews you've done all fun. four of yours I'm going to kill myself tonight awesome well the quicker we finish this the Fucking quicker you can get on with that
0: Transformers I'm yeah. going to watch King Arthur oh dear baby baby right you're done now well yeah. done do you know what like King Arthur does look like a bad good film doesn't it
1: no I'm not a big fan of Guy Ritchie films are you not no I
0: didn't mind Sherlock the
1: first one was I the first one
0: yeah but you didn't like the second one I didn't see the second one no Okay. No desire to... See I, I like Snatch. It's I liked all right. I like Lockstock. It's all right. Lockstock is a good film. Yeah. I didn't like Swept Away.
1: No one likes Swept Away. I didn't like... Guy Ritchie doesn't like Swept Away.
0: What was the other film that he did? I didn't like... Revolver. Uh, Revolver. I didn't like that. No, that's a bad film. I mean, it's an alright film. Some people really no, like it. No, it's good just because Jeremy Piven and Don Cheadle share the screen for quite a bit. Um, What else is in there? What else has Guy Ritchie done?
1: He did The Man From U.N.C.L.E.
0: That wasn't that bad. Yeah. You liked that. You liked that it. more than I did. I have seen it. Have you not? No. You'd like that more than I did. No. Free Fire. That's ben Wheatley, he produced it, didn't
1: he? No, it? yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I don't want to see King Arthur. It looks terrible. It does look terrible.
0: But it looks terrible in a way that, like, they really are trying. You know, it's like, I think it's going to be one of those good, bad movies. I think it's going to be a good, bad movie. I think it's done, in all honesty, it's done in an attempt to make a good movie.
1: What I need to do now is I need to see The Book of Henry, because people are telling me The Book of Henry is the worst film of the year, and I can't fathom how that's possible after what I witnessed.
0: It is... Okay, well, you know Mark... Not Mark Wahlberg. You know that Lucky Michael Mark. Bay has a lot of issues with women. Yeah. And respecting women. Yeah. Are there any scenes where a woman's called a hooker? No, this
1: is what I was saying. It's really surprising. There's no racism, sexism or homophobia in the whole film. Oh,
0: no, there is. There's a thing in the trailer where he calls a woman a hooker. He says she looks like a hooker. No. she's dressed like a hooker? No. Who is it? Who's the hot British lady that's in it? She's got, like, a short skirt. Oh, yeah,
1: she's wearing a dress and stuff and he makes a remark and then he gets beaten up by Thingy. But that's like, if you have a character say something that's sexist and then he instantly gets punished for it, then fair enough. What I'm talking about, yeah. Michael Bay's sexism and racism, is when they tell you yeah. someone's gay and stuff and no one calls them out on it and it's as if that's totally acceptable. It's not the like, film illustrates that's an unacceptable thing. It's
0: not like Tom Cruise where he where he kissed a lady and he goes, I'm not gay, I'm not gay, look at me kiss lady. Hey, if
1: Tom Cruise isn't ready to come out of the closet with John Travolta and the others, then that's fine.
0: Do you think it is like a homosexual like the whole all of Scientology is a homosexual guys so they can fuck each other?
1: No, they were, they were going. It's one of those um, like you know, uh, gay reassignment alignment camps, and there's one Mike Pence loves a lot.
0: You didn't you didn't get my joke there? I said guys, as in, as in a s- disguise, but I meant in the other way as well. Oh, it's guys! It's a double entendre, just a yeah. bunch of homosexual guys.
1: You love a double entry.
0: Yeah, it is. I like. It's one of those things. I think that because they all dress like '90s fashion models, which is usually like what George Michael wore which is like high-waisted jeans and like belts with metal. you know, Yeah, but like it's one of those
1: f- things where they don't know it looks gay. They just think it looks really neat.
0: Yeah, I know, but that's because they only see it from behind.
1: <laughs> they're like Barry dressing as a biker in, oh,
0: yeah, in Archer. Yeah. <laughs> they really like... I think that. I think that's it. Scientology is just a bunch of people that can't come out, and so they've made a religion in which they can pretend they're straight and that Xenu is telling them to do gay things. And the only way to stop themselves doing gay things is to touch some poles.
1: Mm. Tom Cruise is an entertainer, though.
0: He is an entertaining. Yeah. He is. I mean, he, like risky business. It's batshit insane, but risky business. You know, yeah. you've got cocktail. Uh, cocktail. That's yeah. actually a really good film.
1: Top Gun: Days Top of Thunder. Top Gun:
0: Days of Thunder. Days of Thunder is awesome. Michael Rooker's yeah. in it. Yeah. Um, you've even got like more recent stuff. Like we said, Edge Jack of Tomorrow. Reacher. Jack Reacher's pretty. Good. The first yeah. one, the second what one. What's with Jamie
1: Fox. Uh, a really good. Oh
0: one. yeah. Um, fuck. Uh, Collateral. Yeah. Really Damn, good yeah. film. Really good film. Yeah. God. Yeah. That's actually. I need yeah, to watch that All again.
1: the Mission Impossible films, like other than the second one, second one I can't stand. But, no, the second one's awful. Yeah. But all the other ones are incredible. Yeah. They're Mission actually, Impossible
0: 3 is actually one of my one of yeah. my top 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 tens from 2006. Yeah.
1: Like, I know people who don't like the first one, but I think the first one's one of the most perfect American spy movies ever made.
0: Well it's the only one that is a spy movie. Yeah. The rest are action movies. Yeah.
1: But the first one's like pure. Do you remember the game for the first movie? It was actually quite good. On the N sixty four. Yeah, yeah. It was classic. actually quite decent, wasn't <laughs> yeah.
0: it? The PS1 version was fucking dog shit though. Yeah. How do they fuck it up? Yeah, but, didn't it move uh, at double rate as well like the speed it was double I don't know so when you moved around it was twice as fast no even the Game Boy one was alright
1: yeah I didn't play it
0: it was a bit weird but it was alright <laughs> did you ever play the NES one
1: No, nah, I played Impossible Mission
0: I've got I've got the NES Mission Impossible based on the TV series and it is almost impossible to play well that's the point yeah it's thematics we'll try and play it at some point mm, yeah we'll do like a video for the podcast anyway Um. oh oh how was your birthday
1: um you were there
0: I know but happy birthday
1: that was t- two weeks ago, Special
0: man. podcast. It's Anne's birthday podcast. Two weeks ago. <laughs> wait. There you go. There's a blowy thing. Is that a vuzela?
1: Yeah. Yeah, nice. Vuzela. You should end the episode, though, because it's been about five minutes since I stopped talking I know, talking but like, I'm about excited trans- about what of them. I could talk God. more about Transformers last night if you... <laughs> or
0: you could... Wait. Say the name of the lead character again. Cade Yeager. <laughs> all right, wait. Say the name of the woman. Vivian Wembley. <laughs> Uh, what's what's uh, Anthony Hopkins' name? Who fucking knows?
1: Anthony Hopkins He breaks into Number 10 Downing Street At one point And he's Wait, got, wait for it <sighs> Wait for it You're gonna like this He threatens all the staff When he opens A little container That has a stopwatch With little spiky legs This stopwatch Is the stopwatch That killed Hitler
0: <laughs> He has a stopwatch That apparently Murdered Hitler So Wait we had transformers in World War 2. Yeah. And they didn't just immediately kill Hitler.
1: No, they they just they set a stopwatch and it killed Hitler. So, <laughs> the transformers ripped this? out his heart, I guess.
0: When did they do that?
1: In World War 2 when he was in the bunker, I guess.
0: But why not do that at the beginning?
1: Because they really didn't like Jews.
0: And on that note, we're going to end this episode of Chris Apocalypse. Uh, I am Matt, this is Ant, and as always, Donald Trump fucks kids right in the arsehole because he's a fucking cunt, that stupid fucking cunt, and all the people that support him are cunts as well because they fucking support a pedophile. He also fucks little girls in the arsehole, against their will, obviously. That's the President of the United States. Oh, and also, all Scientologists are actually homosexuals who can't come out because their feelings. How you feeling about that? Got
1: anything you want to say about the Christian church, or...?
0: The Christian Church is actually one of the most forward-thinking organizations since the Pope started to reveal that he actually believes in climate change it's and evolution. Catholicism, is that Catholicism? Yeah, Catholic. Is that different?
1: Yeah, Catholics and Christians are different. Most
0: Christians are cunts as well. Yeah, I actually have no problem with the with the with Islam.
1: That seems
0: right. Yeah, it's actually pretty movies. similar to the Bible, so there's probably some cunts in there. But yeah. for the most part, I think most people, are... like even Christians, I say Christians are cunts. Not all Christians are cunts. There's some cunts that are Christian. There's some cunts that say they're Christians. Actually, a lot of cunts say they're Christians, but they're not Christians. Yeah. Like, fucking, I won't give up my mate on a Sunday because, you know, the Bible, it's just, it's kind of how you're meant to live your life. You'll
1: have a good charitable Christian heart apart from when it means giving charity. Yeah,
0: you have a good charitable Christian heart unless it means that, you know, the person's a different colour from you. Yeah. Yeah. Once again, Donald Trump fucks kids. Uh, Tom Cruise is probably a homosexual. Bye, y'all. Bye.